This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to episode 47 of Celtic Rooms TV, the Balls and Bobber podcast with your host Mark and myself Paul. It's Friday night, people are busy, so it's myself and Mark running solo, so we'd have to put up, put up with two of us tonight. Our schedule tonight is the latest for gospel news around Celtic, match reaction to last night's Europa League playoff against AZ Almer, we will look we will look at and t- we will take a look at the, the Europa League group that Celtic have been joining today and we'll take a look ahead at the latest uh, and we'll take a look ahead sorry at the first Glasgow derby of the of the season on Sunday against Rangers. Firstly mark for a few shout outs. Mark? Oh, sorry, Paul. Sorry about yeah. but graphics. Did they work here at the start rate? I don't know what happened there. I don't know if you've noticed it. Yeah, they're back now, yeah. They're back on now, aye. Eh, right, eh. People will be shouting. Say, just yes. quick shout-outs to eh, Richie, AGG, Tim Alloy, Malika and Young Ben. And <coughs> special shout-out to Mikey. The good luck streak is still going strong for him. But... <laughs> He was he went and his first jag for COVID yesterday and he wasn't feeling too well and he thought it was the jag. And then he just found out the night he's been tested positive for COVID. Wow. So, see, just after the three of us had been speaking on the scale yeah. there, he gave us a wee phone call just about an hour ago or something. He just found out ten minutes before that he'd back tested positive. Jeez, he's getting knocked back and knocked back and knocked back since he came on this oh, podcast. I, I know, it's... Some kind of weird hex going on somewhere, buddy. Jonas is not going to come on Tuesday at all. <laughs> yep, Jonas will be like, I'll just stay here. <laughs> anyway, get well. I think he says he'll be listening anyway, so get well soon, Mikey, for all the lads. Uh, we're, now, that's, we're up now to uh, 479 subscribers, Paul. So it's getting there. We're getting nudging it up every kind of episode. It's getting up a few kind of things. So that's a good thing. So if you're listening and you enjoy what we're doing, please hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, and if you know how, please leave a comment. Thanks very much. Gospel news. Uh, Leo Heller has left Celtic and has joined Premier League side Leeds United. A deal rumoured to be around the one million conversation has been has been soaked along social media this morning. This is a big blow for Celtic as another highly regarded youngster has left the club. Dundee have approached Celtic about taking Lee Griffiths on loan until the end of the season. Lee has only signed a one-year contract recently 
at Celtic, but things just haven't been working out since he signed. On on and off the field, the problems again has affected Lee Griffiths this season. So is this a good move for Lee Griffiths? And I got just a light chat. What's your thoughts on Lee Griffiths maybe leaving Celtic? And I think Mark, if he leaves now, he's not going to come back because oh. contract is 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 up. And clearly, I wrote down that he's not part of Ange's first team plans as well at the moment. You know, uh, one striker out with another striker coming. Celtic are finally getting close and getting really close to sign Greek striker Georges Giamaka for a fee of 2.5 million plus add-ons from Dutch side Yellow. Uh, it's being reported that personal terms have, have been agreed, two clubs have, been, have agreed a deal and that this deal could be done as early as Sunday with only four days to go on the transfer window. This deal now seems to be getting very close. Ruben Kazan have submitted a £15 million offer for Celtic striker Usad Edward. Bordeaux are also seriously interested in the player. However, it will need to be a record transfer fee from the French club to match the Russian side's offer to Celtic. Liam Skills has become the latest player to join the Ange revolution at Celtic. Liam signed for Celtic today from League of Ireland side Shamrock Rovers. A €600,000 transfer fee, which is a League of Ireland record transfer for any player in the League of Ireland. The transfer window deadline is close, with Tuesday the 31st looming. Will Celtic dip into the transfer market for, for defenders, as we saw last night, or defence is still fragile? And with only three days, three to four, three, four days remaining, Celtic need to act quickly. Celtic have found Starfeld, Jaroszek and Liam Scales in this transfer window, but it's clear that more signings need to be made in these areas. That's it for the Gospel News for tonight. We will keep you up to date through the show if we have any updates of any income signings throughout tonight. Mark, clearly we, we, we saw last night how, with, with Taylor going off, how fragile we are at the back last night, didn't we? Uh, I think we've got to move for a left back before the window shuts, Paul. We've spoken we've spoke about what the reasons before why we need one, but we said it. There doesn't even seem to be any kind of. We're not being linked to any left backs or anything like that. I don't know. What no, but I'm thinking maybe. Well, what Michael said, uh, I'm going to call him Jacko because that's that's just his nickname, but that. Can he play both positions, Mark? That's the need kind of thinking. I think that Ange has been signing kind of versatile players all along. Who the, Do you know what I mean? The right back you would be signed. Yeah, yeah. Jacko, can can he? No, that's the nickname of the Greek boy. Jacko. Oh, oh so it's Yaroshek. Sorry, it's, uh, yeah, it's the other. Can he play? Can he? You mixed up with names now. You're... <laughs> can he play both wings? That's what I'm thinking. You know, that's the. The big issue, but Yako's uh, transfer mark, I think, is going to be done by the weekend. But it looks it looks like it anyway. I think, it, as I said the other day on the phone, but I don't know if it was maybe Celtic were maybe dragging their heels or this for one reason or another. Were they waiting to see what was happening with Eddie? Do you know what I mean? Because I can't see Celtic haggling out a fee two and a half thousand pounds. 
I think the, the main issue and one of the things why um, why Vauban pulled over Mark was was the sell-on clause, the fifty percent sell-on clause that they were kind of didn't want to didn't want to give that the the German side thought was kind of too high for him. Well, it if it's done now and well, again that's Ange, a player that obviously Ange wanted. Ah, it's an Ange, it's an Ange signing. Yeah, and um, that's that we, we were saying one striker comes in, Mark. That clearly one has to go, and we were thinking so. It looks like Griffiths is going, and uh, by the looks of two, Mark, maybe Edward could be going. Uh, I think two of the things are looking. Two of them will be the two of them will be out the door before the wind is shut. But could you see? And I, I know I said you in Skype, like you know the, the teams that were after Edward, and and there he is, like a Russian side market. Do you know approached him like you know like I can't, I couldn't see like the teams he's turning down in England market. I, I'd go to England more than I would go to Russia. Do you know what you? Uh, we don't know if it is. Well, we know that Edward turned down West Ham, but I mean, mm-hmm. we don't know what the score is with Crystal Palace. We've said that they've been linked with him. Brighton's been linked with him all summer, although they've denied it. Brighton talks with Edward's agent. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. It's money, Mark. Did that they were put off his wages or something, was it? Uh, okay, that was kind of the feelings that uh, were coming out. Yeah, his wage demands were a bit too too expensive for their kind of taste, but I mean, there's a point to do it as well, Paul. Uh, Kirkland Palace are paying that Benteke 120 grand a week. Exactly, exactly. You know, and... They're two, they're two exactly for the other and, two for the night. <laughs> and for what I'm watching, like, Crystal Palace uh, at the start of the season, like, Mark, they really need players in by Tuesday. Crystal Palace really need players. You know? And, like, Edward will score goals for them, Mark. I mean, Edward's side for them could... Keep them up, Mark. Do you know what I mean? He'd get goals. That, that's one thing I would say, Ted. What he, he'd get them goals. I think. You know? I think early weekend and that there'll be other teams that will pitch their hat into the ring for Edward. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be any kind of auction as such as we would like it to be. But I think it will be as the window gets closer to closing. No, I mean other teams will realise well, other options they've got are they coming? So they, no, I mean they're working through lists of players as well. Mm-hmm. But I've said it all along, I don't think he'll be here at the end of the window and I've stuck maintaining that I don't see him being here. And one another player marked like we were all surprised at the time he, he he got the contract, but then you could see why he was given it because the, the limited amount of players we had at that time when, when Lee Griffith was given the contract, but it kinda of looks now that he fancies this move as well away for Celtic, so I think maybe Griffiths knows his his time is up at Celtic. I think it's just one of the things, Paul's best for all, all parties concerned for everybody to move on. Mm-hmm. I'm quite surprised that Dundee, even, don't know, Gordon Stratton's maybe someone to deal with. Yeah, is, 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 is he, is he kind of pulling the strings behind be, be, behind it, Mark, considering that he's kind of doing this kind of temporary role because I, as Celtic as well did? I know, Mikey had said that Dundee, Dundee United had been kind of... Like looking at Griffiths and he was maybe be ready to make a move for him, but it was. I mean, if he's fat, even if he's no fat, it was probably still score goals for Dundee. But it's just best that he moves. Do you, do you take now, though, Celtic now in the because it's going to be a loan deal, Mark. It's not going to be uh, a permanent deal, right? 
So do you think now Celtic should put a clause into this loan deal that he can play against Celtic this season? You'll no be allowed to anyway, you'll no need a clause deal in that. Is that is that is that is that thing now, is it? That's part of the rules, isn't it? That you don't you can't play against your parent club. Like I thought that you kinda of had to give judge it, it's it's the leagues, yeah, because I know you could do what I so you had to get permission in the in the Champions League matches, all right, didn't you? You had to get permission. That's why was it N. Chalmers or was it Patrick Roberts played against Manchester City? Patrick Roberts, I mean, did that, aye. Mm. You know, so I, I have to play against it. I'm sure there's a rule against it, but even if there isn't, it must be even maybe part of the kind of con- the loan deals, Paul, that they put that in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just seeing it there, Mark. Uh, Yako's deal could actually be a loan till the end of the season with a view to buy. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a bit of a strange one, isn't it? It could be. A, I I think Mark. Uh, no, uh, yeah, it could I, be in reverse. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could. It could be. The the Dutch club have put them out for a loan offer as well. That they're putting them up for a loan offer as well. So basically, I think the Dutch club Mark are in dire straits for money. I say. Oh, it must be. Well, I mean. If they're in dire straits for money, surely they'd be as well taking a, like a full transfer fee and taking mm-hmm. like a loan fee in. Exactly, exactly. But I think I, I think Mark is just could be just Twitter now as well. Like you no, know, he just just putting things out. Like, but that's what that's what seems to be coming up there in the last few months. Because I actually have Twitter open before just just to see Mark if we can pick up anything during the show. Uh, firstly, though. Know, uh, Celtic qualified for the Europa League group stages after beating AC Lagmar 3-2 in Aguid, losing last night's 2-1 to a strong Dutch side. People might complain about the performance last night, but but here's, here are some facts. We have put out a quality Dutch side to qualify for the Europa League group stages. The pressure we were put under for for, for numerous parts of, of, of this game was... was 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 fairly obvious, uh, but we were fortunate, Mark. That look, they didn't take their chances either, Mark. You know what I mean? But the thing about it as well, it was still two silly mistakes that gave away our goals. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. goals were avoidable. Mm-hmm. Uh, both times as well, uh, especially last night's were played uh, was on replace. Uh, that shows that the quality of our fitness fitness levels compared to last season, that we were able to go toe to toe with. With this uh, fast, top quality side, uh, this is a fantastic team for Ange, uh, for the first team. Still, there's work to be done defensively, but AZ, AZ looked a totally different team than they did at Celtic Park last week. Compared to without doubts, without doubts, they have announced it's a four-year, a four-year deal for Jacko Paul. Job, Mikey saying it in the live chat. Just and that's you not know what Mark. That's good because I mean it's four years like and, and he's a young lad. Do you know what I mean? It's not fucking gone out after. No, that young. He's twenty twenty six or something like that. But that's I mean, we're getting him in his. I know people. Are going, right. He's not I. No, I mean people are saying oh, I only done this. He only done that. But we've spoke about the amount of game time that he, he got when he was there in mm-hmm. Greece. So, but it seems it's a, but it seemed to be all these players were saying, and it's all in longer, long term. Longer terms, like it's not, it's not kind of two years, Mark, or three years. Do you need to seem to be building for the future as well, Mark? Aren't we? 
Well, that's you know, something that we, we, we've been asking for, yeah. It's long-term planning, Paul. Unless mm-hmm. you're getting a serious offer in for any of these players, they're going to be here until we get like a serious offer in for like a bad exactly. players like that. Exactly. Um, we could see last night, Mark, how like, just before we, 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 we talked about the match, like the progress that Celtic have made since since last season, like the fitness levels. I mean, even even down to the pride mark of wearing the jersey. You know what I mean? That somebody said the girls last season, like they just showed great character last night. Didn't they? Imagine last team last season's team up playing that AZ Alkmaar last night. We got pumped. Uh, we, we, pumped. we would have went down. We would have once once they brought it back to one hour mark. That team last season would have crumbled. Uh, we 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 were lost that time. About about three or four goals, I said. You know. But even I mean, even even though we were under a lot of pressure in the game, the two goals which we said were just stupid mistakes. The both of them were just avoidable goals. But mm-hmm. we, we we did really contain them. Not brilliant, but quite well considering what we're talking about. Paul got long and just had this team put to put it together. The, the the game was quite enough for McCarthy. Want it, Mark? Aye, but, but that's what I was. I, in live chat there last night. We were missing, we were missing like a kind of a physical kind of presence mm-hmm. in the midfield. I think we really were missing that last night. Mm-hmm. And even like the, the main thing last night, Mark, is that it wasn't about the result. It was more about the character that that the team showed to get the job done. Like we knew it was going to be tough, but we knew it was over two legs. And we got the job done at Celtic Park. We said we'd go out there, we'd score a goal. There's no way we'd concede three goals. Like we did get flights last night, but I know Hart made a mistake, Mark, and stuff like that, but Hart pulled off two good saves as well right. during that game. You know, two goals, and even Michael Stewart said it, two goals if Barkas and Bain were in goal, they were in, they were in the back of the net. Probably. But that, mm. that's what he's there today, isn't it? That's, that's what we signed him for, Mark. You know, and, and a short mark, he showed his experience. Now, you can blame two people here for this, that, that, that first goal, man. Right. You, you could say Welch could have, you say Welch could have, cla- uh, could have cleared it. The basic you know? is culpable as each other, in my opinion, Paul. Yeah, you know, I think, like when I, when I was looking at back, was was hard waiting for maybe Welch to clear it or, you know, it, it just happened so fast like that. It was, it, it, their concentration just went or something there, like you know. did one of them know hear a shout or something? Exactly. Oh, you don't know which went on. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you sort especially of, with the crowd <laughs> being back now, Mark, as well, isn't this? The two, the two of them could have got to it. Do you know? Yeah. See if Welsh had just kept up running the pace he was at, he'd have got to it. And if Hart had just kept going the way he was going, he'd have got to it. So I don't know if one of them's no heard a shout or something like that, and basically them just mm-hmm. that. But, back to it. Back to it, but. Hart showed Mark Denny's experience that he didn't let a mistake interfere with the rest of the game. No. I mean, he showed his experience, and that's what we signed. Just can't Hart can the end about it once it's done, you know what I mean? Just get your heat down and get back on with the game. Uh, a concerning thing is, and we don't want no player to be, to be going off injured, but Taylor did look in pain last night, Mark, with, with that shoulder injury, didn't he, last night, Taylor? Aye, but I, I said the day that he should be all right for Sunday. But would you, Mark, would you play Taylor Sunday, considering how well Montgomery did? I mean, Montgomery came on, Mark, and 
and and he was brilliant last, last night. I played they played really well the young boy, but oh, see, it's a tough one again, isn't it? Cause spoke about just like throwing these young players in. Big games, uh, and, the, and this is the game now, Mark. I think that Celtic need to win to kind of set down a market to Rangers that we're the number one team, and you need to beat us this season, kind of thing. In this, you know. Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's going to be David Day for Sunday with the left back position. Just says the, uh, the new boys come in. If you get me, I forgot his name now as well. Uh, if he can play in the left, mm-hmm. I mean Montgomery. Uh, He's not, he's one he's like Welsh, but he's been given his chance, but he's not done anything wrong. Not done anything wrong. It would be a big it would be a risk, but I don't like I don't I wouldn't be overly concerned if he went to be honest. <coughs> no, I wouldn't, Mark, to be honest. I don't think Taylor's doing de- the business really. I mean Taylor's trying his work yeah. way, but it's just it doesn't seem to be clicking for him now. I don't know whether that maybe I'm, a couple of games out. No, I mean a bit more intense training to get him up to speed with the rest. The way the rest of the team's kind of gelling together. Do you know what, Mark? It wouldn't surprise me. And, and Terence is putting up here if if Ange threw the lad scales in there. It wouldn't surprise me because he done it. He, he threw Kyogre in there, Mark. He threw Avidar in there. Aye. You could even throw the creation in there. You could. You never know, Mark. He's fat. He'll be fat enough. You know. And I was really. I mean, he's been playing. That's what I'm saying. It's not as if he's coming in like when he pre-season training or neat games under his belt I mean he's been playing for Shamrock Rovers so and this is and we play the summer fat. we play the summer leagues here Mark so he's more match fit than than anyone at the moment like he's he's match fit like I mean he's right to go but I mean that could be a shout putting skills in there mm-hmm. another baptism of fire for somebody into right? I was looking I was reading think that would bother him Paul you know me about him and Mace does does he seem kind of do you think the atmosphere could get to him for like a first game? But we... I think it's a big game, Mark. Do you know what I mean? It's a big game, and especially with him being Irish, I think it's a big. I think he would he he would be targeted, you know, and he wouldn't be he wouldn't be used to that, Mark, down here in the south of Orange. I mean, you 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 won't we don't really get that down here, Mark. Do you know what I mean? You know, he's not playing against teams really in Northern Ireland. Or he never played an international level, Mark. You know, so I personally don't think he's ready. Yes, and that that's just my own opinion, Mark. I, I possibly don't think it's easy. He's ready to go straight into the into the first team. You know, I think he needs to be a few training sessions on the ranch just to get used to Andrew's style of play and stuff like that. Because it, it's grand, Mark, going in as an as an attacker into a new team. I mean, one forward you pass the ball, but defending's an art. Oh. Do you mean you see Cellini there in the Italians there, Mark, in the Exactly. Skill comes in on Sunday, makes one mistake. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Do you know what I don't That's it. Like if you make if you make a mistake up the field, Mark, chances are you probably another player will get the ball in midfield. But if you make a mistake in your back line and you're near the goal, Mark, you're under under savage pressure there straight away. And I don't want the lad Mark to be thrown at the deep end and make a mistake. And then like there's already fans on his back. Do you get me saying, oh, he's not good enough, he's not team, like, you know what I mean? That's a waste of money, that's it. Yeah. Why are we saying Irish players, you know, that's carry on that we usually get. And I was looking at that today, Mark, and I was on Twitter, and and when he signed, uh, and the people goes, oh, Celtic off the cheaper option, and 600,000 euro, that's not good enough thing. But 
if they look at that the opposite way, all right, 600,000 is a record transfer fee in the League of Ireland. So that's big money here, Mark. But Get me. If Celtic could pay Shamrock Rovers £4 million pound for them. Oh, they'd be... Do you know what I mean? They'd be yeah, exactly. Just... Exactly. Do you know, just because the price isn't freaking 2.5 million or 4 million, Mark, they're writing the player off. I mean, it's... You know? It's just, it's just like how, the, how England did not look at our league, Paul. We've spoken mm. about it before, this kind of snobbery. Yeah. You know what I mean? I they come from England, they're a big team that we've heard they fit on the continent, they can't be any, they're no a good player. It's and, just proven nonsense. No, and I was reading then what, what Andrew was saying about him, and Andrew said that uh, the scouts have been watching him in Europe, and they've been watching the League of Ireland, and they've bought reports, and they've bought tapes back of, not tapes, Mark, like laptops, not even about that, you know. They bought them back, and he said, Andrew said the, the first time he saw him, he knew that he'd fit his system because of his pace. And he says he's the type of player that he wants who's versatile and who can, can play in different positions. So it's Ange, like, people just think, Mark, because the scouts are scout players, that it's not Ange signings. Ange is looking over every single sign that comes into this Celtic team at the moment to fit his system. Do you get me? Do you know? Aye. And I think even, I mean, we spoke about it today, the kind of director of football role, but <laughs> what they would be doing. I mean, I think Ange, is a, he's a type of manager... That it will, it will demand to be involved in. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Who their, who their transfer targets and things like that. Or, uh, if he just came in as we a coach, just with coaching. Do you know what I mean? He came in and he told us for day one he wanted to be involved in everything. But I, I mean, I still think once every, all these transfer windows shut, we'll start looking into getting things like director of football or mm-hmm. some other job title in. Do, do you know when? Do you know when Ange? steps away from, we say, management, Mark. And, uh, like, it's, it's going, it'll obviously be not a good, good couple of years, but I think this this man, like, we always say, Mark, that a manager's role is different than than a director of football role. But considering how Ange wants to be involved now in every department, that, he's going to step into that. He's made for director's role already, Mark, isn't he, Ange? I, definitely. 100%. Mm-hmm. See if we could get him... Like running, obviously, it's a big, massive job coaching the first team. Name, name manager in the modern day can do what they like. No. Ferguson and that done and oversee everything they can. It's just impossible. But that's what happened to Manchester United, then, Mark, because when Ferguson left, Mark, they couldn't, they couldn't adapt. And the same happened to Arsenal. They just couldn't adapt to it. You say the same with when Wagner at Arsenal. It was just yeah. demanded to be involved in everything and at the final say on things that he shouldn't have had any final say on. You know, no, exactly. I mean, don't get us wrong. These guys, they earned that kind of right. Yeah, exactly. That right to have that kind of power at a club. But the game's moved on that much now. But you don't I, see a man join a club that long anymore, no way, the man. I could definitely be somebody that you... Even the way he talks about football and things like that, you know, he's definitely somebody you could see in a few years' time being like a really good director of football. Mm-hmm. Overseeing every, everything and... Make for the youths, the academy, the first team, the women's team, you name it. Mm. He seems to want to know about everything. Do you know what I mean? I mean, he doesn't even claim to know at all. You no, know he says he's the, that's why he said, Mark, that he brings in people around him 
that know the stuff that he does that know like the sports data, the sports science. Like he says, if you want to be the best, you have to have the best. And he he knows that Mark that he because when he was probably coming into management Mark, even when he's first into Australia, Mark, I'd say the the World Cup then, like sports science was only kind of coming into the game then really wanted it wasn't really there but it was there, but it wasn't as advanced as it is now. No, you know what I mean? so, there was only certain kind of clubs in that that bought in. Put, a, in here. And, and that's and that's good management, Mark, isn't it? That you know that, like, I'm not going to say weakness, Mark, but you know that that's not a department that you know a lot about, but you're going to bring in people that know that department and you're going to learn off them. Well, you can't be an expert on everything. No, I mean, Nib does. I mean, I'm no, I'm no far off it, but I'm not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that, did you say that's the sign of a good manager? We speak yeah. about Alex Ferguson, how he brought in the likes of Carlos Queiroz and people that to be assistant managers because he knew that he was he was struggling. Basically, yeah. Aye, Ferguson was struggling to make any kind of inroads in Europe. See, mm. they look at like a European coach to come in and kind of put that kind of feeling into his team. And you said that's a sign of a good manager knowing that, well, I'm, I know what I'm, I, I, could, I can turn my hand to doing that, but I'm not an expert on it, so we need to get an expert in on this if we want to sure. keep the levels of the club up as high as we want, we want them to be. John, that time, Mark, when when Ferguson took in Queros and, and he wasn't making progress, you know, like, the, the, the English Premier League back then was known as a tough league. They, they were tough players and Oh, they went off it was going in for tough tackles and they were never skillful back then, Max. So they weren't the English teams going into Europe, so they were never did the three foreigner rule thing for years as well. That helped yeah. the English clubs back for years back. in England as well. But Paul, it's even if you look at the pub league the now, it's still all foreign players that are mm. kinda the the, the razzle dazzle to it. Most English players are just kinda what you're to, 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 no many English players have I've moved on for that type of player you're talking no, about. And that's what's happening, Mark. It's, it's affecting and, and I, I'm surprised like that the English FL are letting them out because it is affecting their national team. Now, they've good players now coming up, no one the guys so okay, and I give them that but there's no one there, Mark. Yeah, but I'm just gonna put it there's none of them there, Mark, up to the level of we're gonna say Neymar, Messi, Ronaldo, there's no one near that. And look at the money that they're paying for the likes of Grealish now. I mean, that's exactly who I was going to say, Jack Grealish. He can't even get a start with that England team. It's ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. I'm sure, I think it was Mikey, I was talking to Mikey about him the other week, and Mikey said he came on during one, when he came on during one of the English games, and the only good positive that the guy had, to, the commentator had to say about him was that he wins a lot of free kicks. I'm sure it was Mikey that told me that. He was, yeah, it was Mikey. That just sums that up. And they've got some good players, but even when you get back over the years, Paul, and you've got like, when the, the teams were like Rio Ferdinand and that, and Rio Ferdinand, I thought was one of the best defenders in the world. Oh, bro, does. Do you know what I mean? The Gary Neville, the Beckham, Rooney when he was younger, do you know what I mean? How oh, they never won a cup, Mark, uh, with that team. But there's no one England player that's the new that's as good as any no. of I've mentioned. No, no, there's not. Paul Scholes. Even the goalkeepers back then, Mark. I mean, you knew David Seaman there and everything back then and everything like Seaman was one of the best English keepers around, Mark. And and he wasn't, he was a no nonsense. Like you didn't see Seaman trying to do the tricks that you see Pete for or 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 the 
goalkeepers now doing with their legs. Do you know what I mean? He's all right, him. Joe Hart's still better than him. Without doubt. Yeah. And that's what yeah. Mourinho said after how Joe Hart is instilling this England number one Spurs when and he's the best keeper, English keeper that's in the Premier League at the time back when he was with Spurs. You know? Even even at that, like I'm surprised he wasn't ahead of fucking Hugo Lloris. I don't mean Hugo Lloris at all. I think it's just because he's French. I think he's just a bit of date. I think it's just his reputation. Yeah, and captaincy of the French national team and, and stuff like that, Mark. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say he's a great keeper either, that Lloris. Like moving on from the south, we, we've enough then. Mark, how did you feel during the game yesterday? Like when, when we were 2-1 down, we were under this pressure. Like How, how were you feeling? Were, were you nervous or did you think they said they're going to concede, considering where we've been in Europe last season, last couple of seasons, like, did that fear come into you that it was going to be deja vu all over again, or were you confident enough that we'd see it through? Oh, it was a bit, a bit mixed emotions, Paul, mm. depending on where the ball was in the pitch at the time, but, but even when we were on the live chat, Paul, was, we were still going through, even though mm-hmm. we were beating, we were under pressure, we were, we were still winning 3-2 in aggregate. Exactly, and even at that, Mark, like, I, I I know that they, they made two two mistakes like but Welch and Starfield again grew into the game and they were throwing their bodies back. I thought they thought... on the ball and they were throwing themselves at the ball back. Something that we haven't seen from Julian or our players in our defence for a long long time like you know. I thought that as the game went on, the half half time break I think done as a power right good. Mm-hmm. That went on, but we seemed a lot more. I don't know, would I say better? We seem to, we seem to control ourselves a lot, a lot better. Ralston, that boy, their number 11, Carlson, he tortured yeah. a few times in that. But again, as the game went on, I thought the defence kind of settled into it a bit more. Mm-hmm. We see they we lost 2-1, we conceded two silly goals. If we conceded they two silly goals, it, I know it's enough, it's a kind of, but it would have, it would have won that one nothing. Starfield scored Mark is a bit unlucky though, in fairness by the of the one player I just didn't want it to happen to. I don't Do know every team I watch, I still don't know how he actually done it. You know, he, he was the free it's like a you see but when you're playing FIFA you can definitely like a kick king. Mm-hmm. And that, it was as if it, I don't know, but after okay, me sitting sticking up from a new oh, just oh here we go, but again just unlucky. And he, but he got out of that as well. I thought Paul went on only of a I did, Mark. He did the fairness, like he solved game, like. But no, when I was watching, like when I was watching yesterday, Mark, and when we were under constant pressure from um, from AZ, right, like, and we were pushing up, like, does there come to a certain point when Ange maybe needs to think that he needs to be on the defensive midfielder early, maybe slow the game down a small bit because. I don't think Mark, we were wide, we were wide open yesterday, weren't we? Aye, I don't think it's as much a defensive midfielder, Paul. I think it's just... Or maybe it's just tightening in or something or but, something, Mark. But more physical. Yeah. Rogic, Rogic, he was trying, put in a good shift, but Rogic didn't get much change out of him last night. Neither did Turnbull. No, I think, Mark, it was too fast for Rogic. McGregor as well. Every time Rogic had the bother, there was two men on him right away. Yeah. 
And he just that's it, Mark. Usually he'll be shimmying his away for the two of them. But... They sussed the danger players out, Mark. Uh, and even McGregor, and... somebody in Topi McGregor every time. He did uh, have the greatest game as well, sir. And they were trying to injure Kyogre yesterday without doubts. They were trying to injure him. Tackle. Dirty tack. That referee was shocking yesterday, Mark. Shocking. You know? But like, but we need to tighten up, maybe, Mark, at the, uh, maybe... Maybe say it's like maybe not push the fence up too too high or something, you know, because we were getting caught with their long ball practically nearly every time they attacked, they were kinda uh, trying to put the long ball over uh, us, you know. I mean we're going about the Dutch football system and things like that. I mean, but that was their kind of tactics, wasn't it? Yeah. A long ball game. They know it's the high they know it's the high line mark and, and that's why I, I was kinda screaming out for someone because I, I Ideally, I would like to have McCarthy fit, but McCarthy's not fit. Do you know what happened there, Mark, or with McCarthy, what's going on there? But does he know in the squad for Sunday? I heard he's injured. Oh, no, I thought he was in the squad for Sunday. Is he in the squad for Sunday, is he? I thought he was struggling for a little, with an injury, that that's why he wasn't on the bench. No, he, he, he didn't fly out. I thought he just waited behind his work and fitness kind of thing. Hopefully so, Mark. Yeah, maybe he's just not up to. Maybe he's keeping him out of the game. So, Mark, just get him, get get his fitness up. So, Mark, and can he use him for the league for the time being? So, is this? But he didn't have a when he left Crystal Palace. Then no preseason. Now it's training on his own. I just yeah. keep myself fit. Mm. And that does affect you, Mark. You know what I mean? If you don't have kind of a preseason behind you, like you, you're not really up to to match fitness, are you? Especially when you're, to, when you're playing what Ant, the, exactly. the tempo Ange wants you to play it, and that's a big ask, isn't it, really, to come for as quick as that, but I've said it, but McCarthy, see once McCarthy's fit, he'll be, he'll be one of the first names on the team sheet. You know, I think, Mark, because we were, our midfield was kind of, I'm not saying, I'm not saying bullied, Mark, but we were over over strength or something like that. They were stronger than us in the midfield, Mark. They were more physical than us in the midfield. Like they was they seemed to brush us off too easily, Mark. You know what I mean? But we're still very loose uh, in that, that midfield there, aren't they? You know, that's the problem. No physical presence, we need just a bit of muscle in there. And that's what we would say, Mark. Do say you know, Paul. Mark has left the building, I'm sure, lads. But, but I what, just give me your thoughts, lads, and uh, on the live chat, how you felt during the game uh, yesterday when when we were under pressure. Was the nerves hitting in be, because of last season? Would what you think of last season that maybe Celtic would drop would would, would drop down and, and concede a goal? Hey, sorry, Paul, that's me back. What you said? No, I'm just talking to the live chat there when you're on. Just. Getting their opinions, Mark. You know, in terms of saying they bypassed, yeah, that's it, Mark, didn't they? They bypassed the midfield area. Aye, you know? aye, it was, I was actually surprised that when they, like that was one of their tactics. Mm-hmm. They probably, we know how the Dutch are prepared for the game, we'll know that we're, we're not exactly got a lot of pace really at the back, and we could get caught out. With the top. So again, it's just the tactics. Yeah, but we were saying that, Mark. Be before James McCarthy came to the club, Mark, I was saying to you like that Celtic need a player 
like Alan Thompson, Neil Lennon needs there, Mark, and again, Peter Grant. We need someone, Mark, who's tough and who can win for a tackle. And, and, and that was an example of it last night, Mark, that Celtic were crying out for that type of player in that midfield area. It, it was a game that really that we needed someone that, that would grab hold of the ball, Mark, and, and did take our game. Well, I think it kind of showed as well, kind of the difference, Paul, playing in Scotland to playing a, oh, a decent level of opposition in Europe. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that Celtic midfield, we've seen it. The Turnbull, Rogic, McGregor, they've run our teams in Scotland this season so far. Mm-hmm. We've been up against Altmar and it's been a different kettle of fish. Like people don't understand, Mark, like, they're a good side, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the Dutch league is a tough league, like, and, and they always have good teams, man. Like, this wasn't an easy tie for Celtic, well, like. No chance. I mean, as I said, you know, they, they, they looked a totally different team last night than they did last week. I, didn't, I wasn't impressed with my thoughts, Celtic Park, and Mikey spoke about it as well, but, uh, I mean, if he'd been playing AZ Altmar three weeks ago or four weeks ago in a Champions League qualifier, we wouldn't have went through. Mm. But back on, say that, all right, is that down to the Celtic fans trying to make Celtic Park a fortress again in getting behind the team and backing the team? Having the fans there, Mark, is like, are Celtic actually benefiting now that we have the fans back? In, 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 because if we didn't have fans, Mark, I would I would think we would have got beaten. But uh, maybe I, I, I that helps, Paul. We know that the atmosphere at Celtic Park's always going to help. Mm-hmm. The team and the players to step step up, take that wee extra, do you know what I mean? That wee extra bit of oomph, I don't know what you would call it. Uh, energy, take that Energy, bit. yeah, it does, Mark. It edges the arm, don't it? It edges the arm, don't it? Just to go that extra piece of something, don't it? The fans like having, having them behind you, you know? It, it does, like, you know? But I mean, if you imagine we placed them with a new Lennon team last year, AZ Altma. Even even where false false Celtic Parker whatever they would have destroyed it last season as well. Definitely. Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying it's like beating Barcelona and things like that, but I think that's a great result for Celtic. Consider- like this is a job that that, that, that had to be done exactly. And see, that's what. What a few weeks ago, and considering how far we've came. Mm-hmm. That's like just to, just to get through. I we lost a game, did it right? And it was two stupid goals, whatever. But we we went through. Doesn't matter. See, see, come four months time, nobody will remember that we get beat off AZ Almar. They'll be more because we get beat by a Leverkusen or something like that. Mm-hmm. See that that's what you're saying. Like that that's what I do think. Like Mark, people have to realise. Like fair enough, we lost last night, but. The, the job was done. I mean, it's a two-legged game. It's not one leg. You know what I mean? And I, and I thought that was the best thing about this last night, Mark, that Celtic closed out the game and we got the job done. And that was down to the character of the players last night that they wanted to get into the, the, the European groups. They knew how much it meant to the fans. You know what I mean? They knew that... Even Edward, when Edward came on, I thought he'd done a good job. But I think... It changed the way... It, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Odot plays games a wee bit more time and there's half even to break break up their attacks. That's what I had, yeah. Up and things like that. That's what I had in Edward, Mark. That he was brought on, Mark, to actually do that. Play his own game, Mark. And 
in trying to hold up the ball, kind of slow down the game from up, up top. I'm fair to Stramac, and I, and I know Edward has been getting stick off us and, and stuff like that, but he came out and he actually did the job that Ange wanted him to do, you know, and, and, and if it didn't, I was confused last night, though. Like, who was to the middle? Was it Edward or was it Kyogo? Or was Edward on the left and Kyogo was to... I think they seemed to be switching a lot between the two of them as well, didn't they? Aye. You know, that's we've spoken about that as well. Just players are interchanging positions, it confuses the defenders and things like that. Mm. Even you know, even down to the man management. Exactly. I mean, every day, as I said, we get beat, but we still came away and we threw in the ties. I really, even the substitution. I know the Taylor one's a bit touched on the hands, but the young boy Matthews done brilliant. But even like even bringing on Soro for. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's good game management because even if it breaks up the game, for gives you a wee two minute break, players can get their breath back, and you're bringing on a, like a mere defensive midfielder to try and show the midfield up, cover the defence, and make sure there are no mistakes in the last couple of minutes. But even that's good game management. Good magic, and even for Ange too, Mark, like having no fear in Sean Montgomery on there. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know he had no, he had no choice out, Mark, because we've limited. Defenders at the club at the moment, like Bolingoli, wasn't it? He was on yeah. the bench as well. Yeah, Bolingoli was kind of warming up as well. One I think Bolingoli could have been an accident waiting to happen, Mark, in a, in a match like that. You know, with, with with giving away silly free kicks, Mark outside the box or something. Do you know what I mean? Like we contained it, Mark, and like even to see the players, Mark, celebrating last night, like and. You see how, like, Joe Hart gets it, Mark, don't he? He oh. gets what it is to be at Celtic now, don't he? Going around, fisting everyone, talking to you know what I mean? That's done his experience. Yeah. You know, you know? Things, I mean, Joe Hart's been about the game long enough. He knows how big a club Celtic are. He knows what the fans are. Like fans, exactly. And maybe that's part of one of the reasons he's come up. To Celtic, because he's thought to himself, well, I've not got many years left playing, but... Playing the top level, Mark, is that? I'm level to be playing it at my age. Yeah, I need to what I've done with Man City and blah, blah, whatever he says, but maybe that's been kind of his thinking as well. It just that's the kind of, kind of club that I could go there, date well and really get... Do you know what I mean? Build a weekend yeah. home for me, the new, for the next couple of years. Even our Terry said, Mark, he's a winner. Hart's a winner and he wants to win. Do you know what I mean? And that's breeding true, Mark. This team at the moment... They want to be winners, and to have these experienced guys there like Hart, James McCarthy, you've Callum Mack, you've Roderick, they've been there, they've done that. But they, this team, Mark, seems more hungry you now than they were reaching, trying to reach the, the ten in a row. You know what I mean? Oh, you know that uh, actual attitude and intensity and things like that. Again, Paul, just night and day from what we saw last season. Yeah, you know, like. Even players that we know don't want to be there are at least putting in a shift. Mm-hmm. Even, even Christy hogging the halftime, I did, I did. Like last season, Mark, we saw Christy not even celebrating his goals that he scored. I mean, we saw Edward not even celebrating when he scored goals. But last night, the whole team at the final whistle, Mark, they were all together. Do you know what I mean? The whole team was celebrating. And like, for me, Mark, it gave me a sense of joy to see a Celtic player have pride in putting on the Celtic jersey again. You know, because that's what it felt like, man, because if it felt like last season we did no pride in putting on the jersey, they weren't playing for the jersey. 
But seeing it last night, Mark, and since Ange came in, these players are playing for the jersey. You know, and you, you have to give them that, don't you? Uh, I suppose, I mean, you know my feelings about Edward and Christie, but as Ange said himself, as long as they're putting in their shifts and treating paraphrasing, but as long as they're working hard in training and doing, doing what they're asked for, mm-hmm. as long as they're the Celtic, you'll be willing to pick them in that. And Christian Dane didn't play too well last night either, but again, it was to me, it was it was the same as Turnbull and Rogic and McGregor. The midfield, it just, they just didn't suit them without that extra bit of muscle in there. That was, I back That's the, that. That, was, that was the, I think, Mark, that was the, the biggest thing last night that we lacked was a bit of muscle like but people think McCarthy's a light a light player Mac. McCarthy is all muscle that's all muscle McCarthy like you know what I mean like he's he's a tough cookie like you know and but uh, that's exactly exactly the type of player that we were, we were needing last right, night right, exactly I know yeah. we've spoken about him before uh, Lewis Ferguson mm-hmm. that type of player that's going to Bring some physicality into the midfield and a wee bit of toughness to tackling and harassing them with that wee extra bit of dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, just we move on, Mark, just uh, to your player ratings now and start with yourself. And how did you rate the players? Uh, 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 Joe Hart, uh, as I said, he was as comfortable as Welsh for the goal. He made up for that with some crucial saves for us. I gave him a six. Ralston, again, as I said, Ella has really, really, really struggled against that Carlson, but putting a really good shift in his ball for the Bulldog to kind of oh. go was... Uh, that was I gave Ralston a seven. Welsh let himself down at Altmar's goal, but came back for him and I saw enough setting taffs. I gave him a six. Starfield, own goals, horrific. We had a tough night, but again, he was as well. I thought he looked better in the second half as the game was going on. Mm-hmm. Greg Taylor, I give Starfield a six as well. Taylor looked steady enough, but the injury had to take him off. Too early, yeah, too early, Mark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. McGregor, eh, never really got a chance to control the midfield, but he was still trying his best to drive his forward when he did get the ball nuts. So I give him a seven. Turnbull, another one at a poor first half, but I thought he'd get better as the game went on as well, so I gave him a 7-2. Rogic, eh, the way he was marked, he struggled to show what he's been doing recently. Again, but worked his socks off. Every, that's the thing about Paul, every player you can see. That's it, it yeah, exactly, Mark. Exactly. So I gave, you, you can't. gave him a 6. Eh, we off to a great start, setting up. Kayago for the goal, but I thought he'd drift it out of the game for a long periods. But she said you're taking my notes or something, eh? Have you seen the same? <laughs> I did, yeah. Exactly, yeah. He, he drifted out of the game when they started to get the upper hand in that, but I, he never stopped. That he just kept going, looking for runs and trying to pull defenders about the place. I gave him a six. Christie, I gave him a six. Never really get gone last night. Eh, Kyogo. He scored the goal that probably put us through. But I thought just with the likes of Rogic, Christie and Turnbull not no playing as well as they've been. He wasn't getting the service uh, marked out there. He was getting Yeah, exactly. I gave him an eight and I gave him money the match because he scored the goal. Mm-hmm. Young boy Matthews. 
a, a good solid performance. I thought I was I was really impressed with him last night. I really was. And Montgomery, was, is it? Oh, Montgomery, Montgomery. Uh, what did I say there? Matthews. Montgomery. Uh, I was really impressed with him last night. I actually considered getting him man of the match, Paul, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I gave him a seven, pushing an eight. I was dithering whether he gave him an eight or no. Edward gave us a different option up front, done well, holding up play, trying to bring other, bring other players into the game. I gave him a six, and we saw him, I just gave a three, just yeah. a couple of minutes. A couple of minutes to go after he came on. Um, Hart, I gave... I gave a seven mark basically for those two crucial saves he made because those saves were gone in last season, Mark, without without doubt. Do you know what I mean they were the back in this and I thought they were two good saves, Mark, and look he made a mistake for the goal but he should showed his experience, Mark, that he didn't let it get to him and when we needed hard end for this game he was there. Ralston I I gave you a six. I think he kinda struggled but he as the game went on he he went well and did well when he was called upon, so I gave him six. Welch, I gave a six. Totally the poor first half, but again, second half, he got much better. Starfelt, I went six. Again, Mark, poor first half, got better uh, in the second half. Taylor, I left off, Mark, just gave him a four because it's too early. He went off too early. Um, we have played Taylor for... I mean, he stayed on. He, tried, he did, Mark, in fairness to him. And you could he see the lad was in pain. He should have been off. He, should, he was in pain. You could see it, Mark, that he was in pain with that um, with that shoulder. And, and the fair juice, he tried to play on. Like, that's what you want, Mark. You know what I mean? You want players to be wanting to play. Do you know what I mean? Like, we had players see, last season who who didn't even, who, who were playing, Mark, and didn't even want to play. Do you get me? there? You have a lad then there who actually didn't want to come off. Um, Cal McGregor gave a seven. Just because, as you said, Mark, that he was trying to push on the team, trying to keep things going, trying to keep the team together. Uh, Turner gave a six. I, I just thought this game, Mark, just passed him on. I thought, I don't know, it just it, it just didn't click between himself and Roger. I guess I gave Roger another six. I thought that yeah, he was he was marked, as you said, by, by two players every time. And I just got the feeling, Mark, that this their, their their pace of their game last night, their high tempo game last night was too fast for Roderick and maybe he shouldn't be suited for these type of games and that maybe McCarthy comes back that maybe Roderick might be the one to slip out. Uh Christie I gave it I gave a seven, I just finished uh, shift Mac, he was tracking back, he was doing his he was doing a bit. How many higher than a six, Paul? I've spoken about this before. <laughs> I'm off the podcast next week. <laughs> <laughs> Abed, I gave a seven mark. I thought, but I don't know. Like, was that down to uh, Is that Almer's tactics, Mark? That our midfield was actually so out of the game. Like as, as Terence said, like they bypassed our whole our whole midfield with their with their long ball, Mark. They, they basically took our midfield out of the game. And and Abed asked that he he drifted out of the game as as, as they, but he he was tracking back, Mark. And he was making tactics, so that's why I gave him uh, a, a seven. Kyogre gave an eight. Again, look, he put in a great shift again, Mark. He was rolling his socks off. He was getting up, and there was dirty tackles on Kyogre last night that should be carded and stuff like that. And that's what I fair know, Mark, for Kyogre, that, that, that he's a marked man. 
you know, and, and he's going to be targeted now, Mark, in games because everyone knows now that he's a danger man. Uh, Edward, I gave a seven, Mark. As you said, he came on, he did what he was taught to do by Angie. He held up the ball, he tried to run the ball into the in, down the lines, Mark, tried to hit, hold up the ball there. Uh, Montgomery, I gave a nine. I just thought he was brilliant last night when he came on. For such a young lad to come in in his first European night, Mark, uh, our defence was under pressure last night. Uh, and for the young lad to come in and I basically do what he did, Mark, I, I think he deserved man the match. And I was like you, Mark, I gave Zora four because it was just about four or five minutes on. But Montgomery, for me, was, was the standout player last night. You know, for such a young lad, Mark, to come in and our defence been under so much pressure, Mark. Like he handled himself really well for a 19-year-old, like it didn't he? You know. Because he's really any time he's kicked on, oh, he's never, yeah. he's never let us down. You know, and that's good, Mark, as well, because we have a manager, Mark, who said to us at the start of the season, he's not if a, if a player is good enough, it doesn't matter what his age is. And I think Ange proved that the last couple of games with Montgomery, that he has no issue with bringing Montgomery on. More so than last night, Mark, in such a high-pressured game. And as you said there, like, we have a, an international player. Maybe that's the thinking then, Paul, is going to be between Montgomery and uh, Scales for the left-back position. I think so. I think so, Mark. But, 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 but by God, I was impressed by Montgomery last night. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, he just, he changed, I think our defence looks stronger, Mark, and, and I don't want to be disappointed. Quick, quick. Yeah, and he suits Andrew's style, doesn't it, Mark? You know I mean, he's able to get back, Mark. See, that's that's the one thing that we lacked with Taylor on the left, Mark, because when Taylor pushed up on the left, Mark, pushed up to, to the high press, or pushed forward with the team, Taylor wasn't dead to get back, and that's why Starfield or, or Welch had to push out then onto the left. So then we were man short in the middle, Denmark in the middle of defence because Starfield had to push out and cover Taylor. But we didn't have that Denmark when when um, when Taylor went off. I mean, we didn't have Starfield going out to the left. We didn't have you know Welch going out to the left because Montgomery was fast enough, like you said, Mark, to get back. You know, and that's why I think once we have a could be Scales or could be Montgomery that once we have that fast left back Mark that I'll have, have no worries about yeah, Ange being able to play his style that he wants you know no, I mean, but we've spoke about it before uh, if if we were bringing in another uh, a new left back Paul someone has to go somebody's at least I don't know if a balling goal he's got to go no matter what mm. but then but we brought in Scales uh, we've got Montgomery and even a push Taylor still going to be there but for me as well I'd look at even getting Taylor out on loan or something like that this year mm-hmm. I think Taylor Mark needs to go to could you say a Steve Clark type of a team you know what I mean that loves defending and, and plays a defensive game that was like Taylor suited Neil Lennon because Neil Lennon was Did, Style of play was slow, Mark. Is that we spoke about, didn't we? Yeah, that he suited Neil Lennon because Neil Lennon was a slow uh, play manager, and uh, and he didn't he didn't really want his defenders kind of pushing up either, Mark. Did he Lennon? And that suited Taylor, didn't it? You know. Oh, for Taylor, he helps his party a deal for 
Josh Doig. Yeah. But again, yeah. about Josh Doig, uh, Montgomery, and Scales, that's three players. Do you know what I mean? They're not, they're not going to keep three players like that happy. Yeah, but then you, we could have Scales, Mark, going into the centre-back position as well because he's comfortable there as well. Do you know what I mean? Scales is, like, Scales is comfortable, Mark, anywhere on the left-hand side of the pitch. Anywhere, like I showed you that video today that I sent you and Skype back uh, when we sighted. Did you see the ball control over his head for a fella six foot four mark to do that? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, Peter Crouch couldn't even do that, <laughs> you know. You know, but that just shows, Mark, that the young lad is is comfortable, Mark, with his feet. Do you know what I mean? Like, he is comfortable, like, for such a big lad, like, you, you know, me like so. How comfortable he is with his feet, like and and the more I've seen, the more the more I see him, Mark. I'm actually very impressed. I think this is a, a really good deal for Celtic. For Celtic, like to get a player so cheap that even now I'd said it, Mark. Like Scales is going to be the one for the future. For I'd said that like, he's going to be the one for the future. For what I've seen of him, he's a type of player that I want. You know that's what Ange said today in in, in his press conference about Scales. He's a type of player that I want. And with my coaching, he's going to be a player for the future for Celtic. You know? So, that's good to hear as well, Paul, even the manager talking about that. You can, I mean, yeah. You can't imagine. When did Neil Lennon ever talk about anything like that? No, you know, and that's what I think is the best about Ange Mark is his man management. You know what I mean? Even the way he handles the press, Mark, like, we know how negative the press are here against, against Celtic, like, he, pl- he plays the game, doesn't he? Plays the game. He just plays it off, like, and he gives them an answer mark that they can't react. Do you know what I mean? It's quite, you know? because he's got a kind of the straight. The Aussie style, yeah, it's, it's all laid, but as if he's laid back, and they, do you know, I mean, nothing's any hassle to him. That kind of thing. Yeah. Pressed the, they're putting in, trying to get wee digs in at him, and it's just, it's just no entertaining playing their games. Now this is something like I just did myself, Mark. I, did, I didn't ask you did. I just wanted to to rate the whole team collectively last night. Now, I know the performance was poor and stuff like that, but I, I I'm going to give him a nine, Mark, just because of where we were last season, Mark, and we were crying out for where's the character in this team, and like and a lot of the players, Mark, are still there. Do you know what I mean? And for character alone, Mark, and for, for for this team to get the job done and, and the fight and pride. And, it, and it, this is all going down to, for me, Mark, it was the, the pride of the jersey they showed last night. And that was something that really got to me last night. And I just sat down and I just had to, to stare. I had to watch it again on Twitter, Mark, after the game to see these Celtic players calling each other, fist bumping each other, showing their pride, Mark, that... They've got Celtic into the up league group stages, Mark. It just made me feel good, like you know what I mean. Oh. I know that, Mark, but we didn't. I mean, like, we, we didn't see when they led last season, you know, how we crumbled last season, and just to see no, that again in Celtic that, players, Mark, it was great, you know what I mean. That's the thing that really got my back up, Paul. Yeah. Yeah, we keep, I keep getting back to getting back to like Roy Keane. Yeah. Like Ferguson's talking about the play. Oh, he covers every, every blade of grass. He does. Keane was like, I don't. That doesn't mean nothing to me. That's my job. But yeah, should I not cover everybody? Do you remember Keane? Like, remember, I remember he was there. Well, people don't like him, but I mean, his outlook on the game is, for me, is actually pretty spot. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying, 
uh, the players these days shaking hands after the game. I think I got shaking hands. I go to bat. I just went to bat with you. Shake hands. Shake hands a week later. Shake hands a week. See what No, no, they're going on the paper. He was right, Mark. Do you know what I mean? He, uh, that's why he was a winner. That's why Keane was a winner. But you know that, what I mean? I mean, that's, there's no excuses for any player. You don't tools, uh, for any team, Paul. Any team, whether you're whether you're playing for Celtic, whether you're playing for Aquis, whether you're playing for your local pub team, there's no reason to no go out there and get everything you've got in that game. But that's what he said back then. He said like the the modern player now, Mark. He said it like uh, they're too fragile. Do you know what I mean you you can't say? You can't criticise a modern player. No, he said, well, the modern player down in tools for uh, getting a collective group together to get the man to the job then. Like, you know what I mean? It's all, it's like, the modern player, uh, and Keane is right, Mark, it's, they're too fragile. You know what I mean? They like to say boot, boot to them or, or, or stuff like that. Uh, moving on from uh, the match last night, uh, as, as we know, Celtic have been drawn in um, Group G. Uh, alongside Brian Leverkusen, Real Batis, uh, Ferro Grassas, our old fours, Mark, who knocked us out under, under Neil Lynn, and we thought Neil Lynn should have got the sack after that game. What, what, that was that game, wasn't it? That, that beat us, wasn't this? Aye, aye. That was the one yeah. that the players under the bus, wasn't it? Yeah, showing the players under the bus, like, and one. I know it's a bit petty to say, but there, there'll be like a comparison of how far we've moved for under Lynn. Exactly. Exactly, that's what I put down my nose, man. Uh, this is a chance for Celtic to actually show this thing like that. I mean, Celtic were what the team last season, Mark. point if we don't get into the, the Conference League. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, looking at the results, Mark. I, mean, I'd fancy us, Mark, to get a result at home against Will Batiste, Ferragasa. Beat them away as well. Maybe get a draw against Real Batiste as well, Mark. But the tricky one. I, but you have to think for two. Brian Leverkusen had the team either, Mark, back in the, when they were back in the day when they won the Champions League. I mean, they're not they're not a big superpower either in, in, in German football at the moment either. Do you know what I mean? That'll be the toughest game suit the two of them for, for me, the Bayer Leverkusen games. If you could get a draw at them at home, it'd be a great result to get a draw against Brian Leverkusen at home. Aye. Definitely. You know, like I would fancy us, Mark. Like you have to think for two, Mark. Like these games aren't going to be played. I think around is it the, I, the, the fixtures haven't come out yet, but they're going to be starting around the sixteenth in this. Aye. Sixteenth uh, September. We're going to have the rest of the players that Ange wants in. By then, we're going to have more uh, games under our belt, and we've seen it, Mark. The more we play under Ange, we're getting better and better. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you can't predict Celtic not to do well in this group either, Max. You can't, you know? No, as I said, Paul, well, the third place team drops down to that conference league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, that's really, that's more than achievable for Celtic. Without doubt. Yeah, I'd be pushing. I don't, I'm not saying we should be winning the group. because I should, We should push for second. But, uh, but not Ange, Mark. Ange would want to win that well, group. Aye. That's Ange, his philosophy. Aye. And he's a winner. Definitely, that's we know that he's going to. Yeah. He's not got. We spoke about it before. And we I think he proved last night, but we all thought he's not going to change his actual methods and his game plan to any great extent, no matter who the opposition is. Which can be a good thing, can be a bad thing. We'll see how it goes as, as we move on over the season. But mm-hmm. 
The group could have been worse. It could have been better, but it could have been worse as well. Exactly, considering Mark, what we got in, in, in groups before. See, even the three teams in it, you wouldn't be surprised to see any of the three teams in the Champions League. Yeah. I mean, people exactly. put down their nose at the Europa League and things like that, but maybe that's just what my level is, don't I've spoken, I know. It'd be good to get the money for the Champions League, but is it good to sit and watch Celtic and to PSG? And yeah, exactly, Mark. Exactly. And I bet you too, Mark, like, they're looking at us too, and like, and they're looking at Celtic results too in, in, in the Scotland, like 6 nil. Six nil against Dun- Dundee, six two against Saint Mary. Like they're going like these fans can score goals. Right. I mean, like they're, I mean, like so these teams are are going to be joining set because Mark, we're going to win more game the league up 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 until the run in the, up, up, when when the Europa League starts, Mark. So I I'm confident, Mark, and and it's a long time since I said that, Mark, about Celtic team. Is like I'm confident under Ange. And it's true what um, Barry said and Mike you've been saying and you know you're all and John when he comes on the mark that you're looking forward to seeing Celtic play. You're confident now when you see Celtic play. No, you not know? just confident, Paul, but just even actually looking forward to it. Yeah. You're in, yeah. I mean, we're enjoying that, the way the team's playing. We're enjoying seeing new players coming in, even even if we're moaning about them, we're still enjoying what's going on at Celtic, you know, in general. But it's mm-hmm. a long time for you can say that. Mm-hmm. Now, I have one criticism of Ange, and, and, and it's totally marked to what you said, like, he'll always want to go toe-to-toe. But at a certain point last night, Mark, he came to us like that, do we need to slow the game down and maybe try to shut up shop? Do do do, do, we, do you kind of want that to go down that route that... We need to shut up shop, Mark, because we did. I know he did it kind of. He 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 did in the opposite side of the pitch last night. Really, with Edward, he brought Edward on to do that job up in their side of the pitch, Mark. But do we need someone like maybe Zara or Shaw or or even McCarthy, Mark, get to a certain point again where we look, we'll have to take what we have? Do you know? I to be honest, Paul. Even if it is a Zara or McCarthy that comes on, I, th- I don't. I, that's what I'm saying, Mark. He's not going to. That's what I'm saying. He's, I think he's it, not going to do. It's just even going to be merited, David. Like there's actual own personal attributes. Mm-hmm. They're mere, just maybe that right there, but mere defence-minded. But I still don't think. Do, do, do the attack, yeah. Uh, yeah. Changes overall philosophy but in the game. I'm not saying like go, go like all defence, Mark. What I'm trying to say is like, do you think maybe Ange maybe needs to? Slow down the, his his style of of play, like like the high tempo attack, and at some point, maybe try to slow the game down on our side, and maybe control the game a bit more that way, like more touches on the ball, Mark, and and maybe control it a bit more. Well, maybe, but well, let's be honest, what for him so far? What he's doing, Paul, sir. Mm-hmm. Just you know, keep going the way he's going. As I said, even if he does bring one more defensive like minded players, he's still going to be making sure that they're on the front foot and trying to attack because mm-hmm. it seems to be the, the, the best form of defence is attack that seems to be his kind of philosophy and that's what and that's what, and that's what we and, and really Mark and that's what we saw in Edward last night that really Edward was kind of could you say like he was kind of doing the defending up top and trying to hold on to the ball bring the ball like, 
I, I think that was a decision by Ange to put Edward out the left mark, mark because of his physicality and because he knows Edward can hold up the ball. That's why he pushed Edward out there. We know, we know that you, if you give the, the ball to Edward, <coughs> excuse me, if you give the ball to Edward to his feet, even if there's two or three guys around him, it's like Rogic. You know that Edward is yeah. in him to get away from him or get a free kick. Or, do you get what I mean? He's, he's holding the game up and taking the pressure off the defence. Yeah, exactly. Again, that's, again it's an, that's another tactic. That, that's a tactic that Ange did, Margaret. It's slowed yeah. down. Down and it's not yeah. an obvious tactic. You would say, oh, sorrow and put sorrow and he'll slot down the midfield. Put Edward on, he'll slot up. He'll slot up. up and track. that's the best. And that look. And, and when you look like that, Mark, he, he's right in saying that. Like you're keeping the ball up in their half. In in, in the, like sometimes now, like we, we criticise Edward do that in the Scottish League, but you can actually see the benefits in Edward doing in big games like this, Mark, and holding up the ball. And uh, stuff like that. Ed, you know Ed, I mean? Edward is a, a really intelligent player, Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we, we know that, we've seen it, and we know how skillful he can be with the ball at his feet and things like that. So, so for me, that was. It was to really, Paul, you could, you've got to say it was an ideal tactical move. Yeah, it was. It was, And that's what it was, Mark. It was a tactical move, like, because I was saying to myself, watching the game, like, we need some. A bit of physicality, and when you look at the benchmark, really, Edward and Shaw were the only really ones with any bit of physicality in them. You know what I mean? Like Shaw, Mark hasn't played a competitive game yet for the team, so you really couldn't have brought Shaw to that game last night. Do you know what I mean? You know. Again, you're so a young and inexperienced. Yeah, player, and that's, that's what you're saying. Then, like your only option, really, Mark. But he's, Edward. these young players need to get games as well, Paul. Do you know what I mean? To get them up to the level that we can bring them on, even if it is for the last quarter and we are No, but Mark, we were crying out for this last season. And we were crying out for why isn't Lennon even bringing these young players with the first team uh, on the benches to these games? Get them their turn saying it was John Kennedy decided to put Edward on. No, I didn't. Aye. Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started. Look, I give credit where credit's due, Mark. You know, Kennedy you adjusted to Andrew's style, and you know, and I give that Mark. He he adjusted to Andrew's style, Mark. He, he whatever he's doing with Andrew at the moment, it's working. But Ange is actually teaching Kenny a new way of philosophy as well. Look, as you said, Mark Kennedy is only doing what Lennon's telling him to do. It's look, and Kennedy's obviously taking on board what Ange is telling him to do. So I have to give credit, and I'm more about that, Mark. I give credit where credit is due. But if I see Beaton coming onto the pitch, that's <laughs> down to Kennedy. It has to be. But it's not right mind that Ange t- can see that Beaton is fast enough to play his football. <laughs> but, you know, but see, as we said at the time, Paul, why he was playing the games is that maybe because he's experienced, maybe, do you know what I mean? The way the squad was at the time, but uh, I can't see Beaton finding any place in Angie's team. Definitely not, man. Oh. And like, we're saying like that, 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 that players need, needs to, to leave, Mark, and Beaton has to be the one player, Mark. No, the Celtic team, that's too slow. Like, you can't even say, no, that logic is too slow because 
Logic is lasting 70, 80 minutes in nearly every fucking game now. Do you know what I mean? No, you know? I'm, 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 that's acceptable to me, Paul Rogic. Yeah. But when he's putting in the shift, he's putting in and playing the way he's playing. Exactly. I mean, that doesn't mean that he's no fit if he's no lasting the full game. That just means that he's gave his all and he's knackered and coming off. There'll be plenty of players that can't play 80, 90 minutes every week. Do you know what I mean? We've seen McGregor getting took off. Exactly. Resting on Mark. That's great, Magic Mark. Great. Exactly. No, Mark. That's what we've spoke about. It's been missing. Exactly. Exactly, Mark. Players like McGregor don't need to play 90 minutes every game for Celtic. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, like, we we don't need. Well, Rogic getting 80 80 minutes, 75 minutes the way he's playing the route. It's still a hell of a lot better performance as the beginnings for 60 minutes for the last three or four years. Exactly. And that's down to Roderick himself, Mark, realising. And I still think, Mark, that Roderick might have had an insight that Ange was coming that time when we did that podcast, Mark, and I said that Tom Roderick was staying away from the, the, the Australian international team for the foreseeable future this year, to concentrate on Celtic, to concentrate on his fitness. So I still think, Mark, did he know maybe that Andrew was coming in and he knew... Yeah, has he? Yeah. ...international football as well. I think so, Mark, because they're actually crying out now for Roderick to, to come back to international football. Did it take long-haul flights in that as well? Yeah, I think, yeah, for for him now, Mark, and because he's doing so well, Mark, and, think, and, and it'd be typical Roderick now, Mark, he'd go out, he'd go out to international and he'd, he'd pick up... Because that's where... Realistically, Mark, where he picked up his injuries, uh, was always on international duty. Came back injured all the time. We never yeah, for... yeah. You know, and I think now don't be international football. I would prefer if any Celtic player played for the international teams. To be honest, but I know they've kind of got to for looking at their profile and wage demands and that kind of idea. But when you get to like thirty and thirty-one and that, you want to. Concentrate, Mark, on you. Like, like, stop wrong, Mark. He needs to have your heavy wedge, Paul. And I think that's what Roderick needs to do. As you said, Mark, like, it's not if it's if he's playing in Europe, right? Do you know what I mean? He's playing in the other side of the world. Time difference there as well, Mark. You're coming back into Scotland, you're, you're tired, you're legged off, off, off the flight. Do you know what I mean? Like, that all comes into effect with Tom Roderick's fitness as well, Mark, I think, you know? You know? I mean, I'm sure the guys on the live chat and that have been to Australia. I know Mikey's wife's been. I mean, it's like, it just says you're away for a week, totally different time zones and everything, Paul. Mm hmm. Or how long it takes you to fly over there and things exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's tough going, Mark. Like, tough going. Like, and, and say, though, like, if you're Roger, like, and you're flying into to Scotland on the Thursday, realistically, Mark, you're going to probably sleep on the Friday. You're not going to get much training done on the Saturday. Aye. And that's Roger Demis, the game on the Sunday. But the, you know what I mean? By the time Saturday comes, Paul, you're probably only too sure what day it actually is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's him, Denmark, out of, um, of, of of a game, Denmark, maybe, that we need him. No, talking about time. Think about it, I mean, whether he's actually fly, flying with a globe ball or actually a flat earth model. Exactly. As well. Exactly. You know, moving on. Why? What happens actually when I say that? What happens? What did you say? 
when I when I can't see say exactly. It's just exactly. The level goes up. It goes up, don't it? The level, the value goes up. What's up? Was it? I'm going to blow Mark's uh, <laughs> transmission recorder over over the house. See like when Michael Barry's on. See when they're talking. See if you see when you just pipe in a wee oh I exactly. Even if I just pipe in some wee word, your volume levels kind of push your volume over theirs. But that's me showing professionalism, showing them that I'm listening to them, I'm agreeing what they're saying, and the amount of times you say it. So I don't keep count, Mac. I don't. It's, I I said to them earlier on, this will be a drinking game for the lads in future at the weekend. Yeah. Every time, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> to take a... pissed after the first half hour. <laughs> I, can't, I have to turn off the pod there, lads. They have to turn off the pod. Well, she'll yeah. be sitting rubbing his own somewhere. Oh, that's an excuse to give the missus. Yeah, Reggie, Reggie be delighted. <laughs> uh, moving on, Mark, look, we'll talk, we'll talk more about European football and kind of kind of close to us, we kind of, we'll give that a, a miss now for, for the next couple of weeks and we'll talk about the game that does matter at the moment and that's the, the first Glasgow Derby, Derby uh, Sunday at 12 o'clock, live on Sky Sports if anyone's looking to watch the game. Celtic will be travelling to Ibox to face the face Rangers, as we know, and we spoke about in the last podcast, Rangers won't be letting Celtic supporters into the stadium because of the risk of covid they have some cheat, the risk of COVID from our supporters, when their own first team is riddled in it. Now, my own idea that they won't let Celtic supporters in the team because I'm going to call Winston from, is it, what, what's it called, Matt? Oh. Still game? game? Ye must be shitting yourselves <laughs> not to let Celtic supporters into the game. Now, we know Rangers... Stopped, weren't it? We were... T- 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 they couldn't see his bear to see his partying in the broom one. Yeah, and to make it worse, Mark, they didn't want to hear only 700 Celtic fans out, out singing their own supporters. Do <laughs> you know I mean? Like, like, this is an excuse, like, because... They're no excuses for them. Don't no. make excuses. I don't care if they've got COVID. I don't care if they're no. out with Lana Wolf on Saturday night. Because, Mark, they know Celtic are back. They're, and we're back with a bang. And and they are, Mark. This Rangers team at the moment, and their fans, Mark, because you told me about their forum, you told me about their team, they're fucking bricking it to face us on Sunday. Mostly, though, Mark, because we know they have an outbreak in, in their thing. Uh, was it Stephen Gerrard? Um, Stephen Gerrard missed, missed last night, night's game. Captain Jason Chavanagh is out. No, Ryan Kent is out. communions. I think that was, was that Kent? That was an injury. Kent injured, was he? He wasn't on COVID at all. Ryan Kent, is he? I think. Hi, dear Paul. I think he was. I don't care. Uh, yeah, let me finish, no, man. No, I'm just saying, but this is all the, this is all COVID excuses, or we've got team. I I'm, see people on the forum, like, oh, oh, just wait to see. Sunday, they'll all pass COVID tests and they'll all be fit. Mark, we were confident before but, they were. But. Mark, we were. I'm confident, Mark, even before these lads got COVID. You know, I said they were shitting themselves in last week. I did, I, we did, we said that the other night as well. Yeah, like, that Al McGregor has dug me this year. Honestly. He's making mistakes, Mark, that we didn't think McGregor would be making, even missing high balls or getting beaten at his near post, Mark, and, and stuff like that. Like, I mean, JFP J- says it all the time. 
they said to his boy when they signed McGregor back, he's worth 20-odd points to them a season, and he was right. He's, absolute, right. Oh, he's no showing it this season for what yeah. I've seen him. Now, now we have the keeper who could be worth 20 extra points to us, considering what we're seeing of Joe Hart so far. Charlie. We'll come Charlie. Jeez, Charles. Char- Charles Joseph. Charles. Joseph Hart, weren't this? Whether they changed his name, we well, not changed it, but he changed it. I don't want. But I, him the players who seem to who they obviously there is a problem. Whether I don't know whether there's injuries or whatever, but the goalkeeper's situation with him is a bit dire. But it doesn't matter. Any excuses? Because we could we could all make excuses for poor losing like derby games and things like that. Really like we had it last year. We put on the team. Do you know what I mean? We had was it this time last year Celtic had the COVID outbreak and Oh well, it was after we came back for Dubai, was it no? Was it yeah, we, we we had the COVID outbreak as well was um Oh we bowling when they came back for the international jury, didn't we? Was it Christine Christine Edward I think with France that time when we and yet Tierney could play with Arsenal winter. Yeah, and we had to play um, young Mickey Johnson up front that time, sure. I mean, you know? Paul, it doesn't matter who the, who's, who's in, who's playing. We'll beat them on Sunday and there'll be three points on the board. And they can moan and greet about, oh, we this one out with COVID, that one out with COVID. doesn't matter. If the other team's lost players to COVID, you just need to deal with the results accordingly. Exactly, Mark. And like, I'm confident, Mark. And... And you're confident, Mickey's confident, Barry was confident. Like, this didn't break until Thursday. We did a podcast Tuesday, Mark, I think, was this? Tuesday? I think it was, was the last podcast back we were on Tuesday? Tuesday night. We, we, we didn't know none of this COVID t- thing was was happening or, or thing like you. Rangers knew it was happening, but those seconds are trying to hide it, you know? But I mean, we were confident, Mark, even before these players were injured. For the title, they're Entitled uh, to no announce who who's got it, and that's you doing to like data protection. Well, that's the days of protection, Mark. Yeah, that's the same that's here, Mark. Again, but that's just that's just sneaky. Isn't it? That, I mean, what's the big deal? No, my my team, Mark, and there's a few rumours going wrong, Mark, and I, and I I don't know if the the COVID rules over the UK because you're different to me here, Mark, in Ireland. I don't even no. know. Well, they change every day by day or here. Because I think you have to isolate here, right? Because when Veronica came back from Poland, Mark, she had, even though she was vaccinated, she had to isolate for five days just to make sure she had no COVID in, in her system, right? But once she got the test done on the fourth day, Mark, she got results back, she she didn't have to isolate no more. Now, is that the same over there? She Once they get their negative results back, Mark, can they come out of isolation or do they have to wait these five days? Honestly, Paul, I don't know. I really don't know. Probably maybe he's the best person to know. He's sitting there with COVID or any other lads in the live chat that know. Yeah, I just go on to... The rules just change that often, Paul, and Scotland's got different rules to England. Exactly. It's just exactly. to keep a track of it. I don't really bother much with, with apart from me me getting it, that's the only thing I worry about. It's the same as myself, Mark. Once I'm safe, my family is safe. Aye. You know, and Mickey, she got love him, Jesus. Travelling places and things like that. You know, but 
forget about their COVID mark, right? We'll go by this Rangers team that started the, the, the league already this season, like the Tavernier, Kent of all stop, a thing like. Now, I'm looking at, at it this way. Considering we, we put in a big shift last night, Mark, and a big tough game. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Can fatigue come into these players for, for this game? These Celtic players, will they be tired going into this Rangers game? Like We saw it on a few occasions, Mark, over the years with Celtic teams that we kind of did bounce back after kind of Champions League and, and European games in midweek, you know, we kind of were fatiguing in games. If it's a harder trip than us. Yeah. You're back, you're beyond playing. I'm, to be honest, I know, I know it affects that stuff, how, the altitude you play it and all that, but I'm not, it's not something I actually understand why kind of thing, it's something to do with the humidity in the air. Yeah, humidity, yeah, humidity, yeah. It's, it's they're, they're, like, they're melting as well. Yeah. You know, again, it's all what we're talking about the long haul flights. It's five thousand. Was it? Was it? I think it was any between the two days. I think the travelling was um, five thousand kilometres mark between the two trips. What they would have had there, uh, what they would have travelled like that. That's a long, that's a long haul, Mark. Because like, after the game, would they have got straight onto the flight home, or would they, I suppose with COVID, Mark, they probably would have. I say got straight onto a plane and stuff and. These have been straight would have been held up for pestilence yeah, exactly. in the country. Exactly, yeah, because... Again, we're talking about the difference between Scotland and England. We're talking about a pure other continent and country. And different, there's different rules, Mark, in, the, in, in UEFA as well, Mark, that you have to get tested before you go, so before you come back, that's, that's UEFA's rules with European football. No, Mark, this year, you get tested before you go and you get tested when you come back. That's UEFA's Maybe that's how it's came to light. It's UEFA that's doing this testing. That's how that's, it came to light. That, that's how that, it, it was. It was, Mark. It was, it was UEFA testing that that got these 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 COVID results, and they wouldn't let them play then. Like like I I was like a lot of players, Mark, still kind of aren't fully vaccinated either. Even I said the guys there, Mark. I know a lot of players. I, 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 but it's ridiculous, like uh, ridiculous. We spoke about we spoke about a few. Weeks ago, and yeah. I was talking about that. You'd have thought that even when the vaccines were coming out, you'd have thought that like football clubs would at least one of the yeah. fronts of the queue and and maybe even paying for it. And even like that, Mark, like these fellas are travelling all different countries. 
this season and last like it's international week next week so all these players are going to be travelling to different countries with their national team meeting up with their national team and, and they're not even fully vaccinated like it's ridiculous but just not even flying to other countries in that Paul but even moving to go like Celtic and away to Dundee or up to Abbott it's a different do you know what I mean? Is that contract still there? No, Mark, how's it gone now? Do they still use No, I still Maxi Hamilton. Jesus Christ. Well, we don't talk. That's for a different podcast. Now, looking at the lineup, Mark, and considering he's played a lot of games now, and I know, I know his fitness is up and stuff like that, would you take Roger go to this that lineup on Sunday? Uh, probably. You know, because... Rogic or Turnbull. Probably yeah. not, but what I was looking at was because of the shift that he done on the left, that I would show Edward out there and maybe bring Christie into number ten ward where where Roderick's play has been playing the last couple of games. You think? But because really, has Edward was against again? Has he been playing the number ten role? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Sure, foot position. Coyote was being played there. Christie's being played there. Abadar's been in there. There's been so much, like, you can't really give Mark a front three any position because they've been playing so many positions themselves between them anyway. Do you no, get me? Aye, aye, aye. I said on the podcast the other night as well, I saw people just on Twitter putting up their... But these guys, this is like guys that are doing like the tactics stuff and that. And actually said the Celtic team look like a 4-1, 4-1. And that makes sense, but so does a 3-2... Four one, four two three one. Yeah, I mean, but you can see where the four one four one would fit in with the with the actual players that we're picking. Yeah, exactly. What do you think in the live chat, lads? What what would your kind of um, lineup be Sunday? What what would you get? What would you go considering the amount of games we played in the high tempo? Would you rest players, Mark? But you're then you're going back to what Barry and Michael were saying as well, Mark, to us there. Previous it makes sense to kind of keep the start line up together, keep considering our fitness levels. Was well. so poor last season, Mark. Get us as much games as we can, get us to the fitness levels that Anne just wants us because we are getting there. You can see our fitness levels have gone, have gone way up, Mark. We are getting there. Is, and as then a national break, Paul, next week, next week, so next, another, so be, another game, no, it'll be, no, be next Wednesday. I think the, they're starting. The first of Sep- Wednesday, the first of September. So, uh, so, so this is the last game, uh, game before the international break. Ah, uh, just go with it, we know maybe. As I said. And then they have a break, Mark, because a lot of them won't be going to the international games at Celtic. Uh, just even even just go with it. It's been doing well so well for so far. But as I said, I'd maybe take Rogic out to. We just shift McCarthy's fit, Mark, and show McCarthy in and maybe push Tornell up a bit more then so because he loves the crack of the goal as well Mark Tornell uh, you know? I, 
That's for double. That's one. You look gained a plus point for his shoot and distance, but we, yeah, we did. You look at it, man. For the last couple of years, we've spoke about getting out muscled in the midfield. Yes, Paul, and that's what we need. Uh, and, you know, that's that. That's what I done my notes back. That Celtic have lost these games because we were out muscled in the like, and that's down to two, like, like. You're looking at Scott Brownmark in, in his later years. He was more of a, trying to wind up the Rangers players rather than concentrating on his own game. You know, as though we'll have McCarthy who come in, Mark, he's not going to bother with that. No. McCarthy is professional and he'll want to play the game. And being a Celtic support himself, Mark, I want to, he, he, he'd be well up for this game on Sunday, McCarthy. And maybe that's what Andrew's getting him ready for. This game on Sunday, do you think? Could be. Could be. Could uh, be, Paul. You know, because... It's that's definitely something we missed other last night. And I think it we, is, Mark. It was crying out for him, Mark. It was crying out for him because... I mean, imagine a 28-30-year-old Scott Brown playing in that team last night. Exactly. It would have made you know, a difference, really. We needed someone, Mark, who can make a tackle and that's what we didn't have in that midfield last night was someone breaking yeah, up playing getting them out of the rhythm but the difference Denmark between McCarthy and Scott Brown is McCarthy will pass the ball forward he won't be passing the ball back yeah. back his side but Scott play. Brown did put Scott Brown did do that year. and he's tight ah, but that's what I'm saying Mark that's what we lacked in the, the later years of Scott Brown, we lacked a young Scott Brown, do you get me? You know, in these games, in these Glasgow derbies, that's what we lacked, Mark. We lacked a young Scott Brown who, who would give us that fight and bite that we need in that midfield area, you know? But that thing, his body was right in, no, his was right in checks, yeah. his body was in the cash, and that was interesting yeah. idea it was with Brown over the last couple of years. You know, like, I still, I'm, I'm looking, Mark, and, does does turn has put a team up on the live chat there, Paul? We go for Hart, we've Monty. I think that's what we're going to call him now, isn't it? Monty, because of Ange gave him the name, didn't he? We just call him the Python. No, Monty. No, the, the Python. Who's Python? What? I know. Why would, why are you taking tonight? Oh, yes, Monty Python, yes. <laughs> John Cleese, oh, Paul, oh, dog. <laughs> Just me asking you, are you taking? What am I taking? <laughs> so we have Hart, Monty, Starfield, Relch, Madison, McGregor, Tunnel, McCarthy, Christie, Kyogi, Nabila. I do the same, Mark. Do I be looking at that like, you know, like that's a, that, that's a fast attacking team Aye. with the strength of McCarthy in there. You know, and McCarthy's not, like, when we signed McCarthy, Mark, that's what people were thinking. That is McCarthy going to slow down the team? McCarthy's fast. You know what I mean? McCarthy's not is not is not a slow player at all. So I mean, he's not going to come on to slow the game down. I've said it before. I'm a wee bit biased about James McCarthy, but people just don't. I don't see so many people that comment on him. Paul, I don't think I've actually watched them playing. No, they haven't. You know, like I, I myself and Terence during the live chat would be. Would have been watching the Ireland matches, Mark, and stuff like that. And when and when Jalen McCarthy was missing from the Irish team, Mark, when he had his injury that time, 
we had no one to fill that role that James McCarthy was playing. Someone who could grab hold of the ball, like you said, Mark, and dictate the st- the, your, your, your style of play. Someone who could pass the ball. We didn't have it in the Irish setup. Do you know what I mean? It's something that we lacked for years, Mark. And now that McCarthy's going to be getting back to full fitness with Celtic, like Arlen will, will recall it. He didn't get recalled this year, Mark, because it's, it's like what you said, Mark. He hasn't had pre-season. He hasn't had... And the Irish manager's thought it was a bit too much for him at this time to bring him back into the Irish world after being out of it. Do you get me? You know? Uh, McCarthy's age as well. He should be thinking about retiring for international football. I think you will, Mark. I, I, and I'm not, and I, and I think, Mark, uh, when, I was, when I saw the, I'm not going to call out the Irish lineup and stuff like that, but when I saw McCarthy wasn't in it, and I was looking at, I was thinking McCarthy himself, Mark, maybe he he thinking himself that maybe I should step away from Irish football. It's like logic, Mark, like that. They should be now, Mark, at this stage, thinking not just to play more for the club, Mark, but to progress their own careers, well, Mark, into their 34s and 35s. Like, do you know what I mean? Uh, you know? Even doing it the money, Paul. Yeah. We play for Celtic to your 34 or 36 is a difference. In this day and age, you get what I mean? We like Sam McCarthy and people, that's a hell of a lot of money to your he's off of Celtic. Exactly, like Terence Dermark said that McCarthy gave us quality. He did exactly what Keane used to do for for the Irish team. You know what I mean? Got the ball, Mark. Grabbed hold of the game. Got the ball. And Mark, Keane was one of the best midfielders in the world, Mark, who could who could press forward. I mean, when when Keane moved forward, like Keane for me, Mark, would always be known for that Juventus game uh, at United when he knew he was missing the Champions League final, he got that second booking, but he still went on, he won that game for, for Manchester United to get to that thing. That's what McCarthy will give you, Mark. If he if he, if he gets suspended, he know that he he'll still give his arm out to get the team. Like and that's that's what McCarthy will bring the Celtic team, Mark. Experience, leadership. And and as you said, Mark, it's only going to help Cal McGregor as well to have a player like McCarthy next to him. Do you get me? Uh, McGregor will come on leaps and bounds this year with McGre- uh, McCarthy playing beside him, I think, Paul. You know, somebody, because... Somebody did the, the... The dirty work. Not even the dirty work. The dirty work. Ah, uh, but just that, that wee bit of energy in beside him that he's not been used to with Scott Brown beside him the last couple of years. Exactly, because... Like, we... Can, it's Grandmark playing... Callum Mack in, in that more deep role in, in, in some Scottish games, isn't it? Like he can play that deep role because he's not really going to come under much physical pressure, Mark. He's not really going to get bullied. But with the big games, Mark, you need someone who can take that toughness away from Cal- let Callum McGregor then go do his game up the pitch. What Callum McGregor can do is score goals, Mark. Push forward. Because like, there's no one better, Mark, in, in Scottish football at the moment that can push forward in Callum McGregor and, and pass forward. McGregor, McGregor knowing that if he's moving up the park, exactly. after he's got the experience, they know how he's just sit back and it's his job to sit and protect the defence. And maybe that's why, Mark, we did see, because you said that the game, like a lot of people saying the game kind of, McGregor was kind of out of the game last night. Maybe that's why McGregor was out of the game last night because 
he didn't have that someone next to him that could play that wall back to let him actually move forward into an advanced role, do you think? Oh, but McGregor, he get the, McGregor was another one. If the ball went to him last night, it was two people on him right away. Exactly. Exactly. If, McGregor, if McCarthy's get the ball, there's at least one of the people that's on him. was free. Gone to McGregor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're exactly. gone to McCarthy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Even. That's like, it. Paul, I've said it. Right. See, when he went to Wigan and that, and he was ready to move to Everton, I used to harp on the Man United site and that and see him. They were trying to sign him, sure. Man United, uh, they were sniffing about him and that. But I said, Man United need to sign James McCarthy. And see, if he had to a bigger team, he would have, he would have been a, a better player. Definitely. I mean, they're not Definitely. I mean, David Moyes... He was too big for Everton at the time, Mark, wasn't he? Aye. But it was David, David Moyes. It was the way David... I mean, David... David Moyes sold it to him, tell him what he wanted him to do, he was part of his plans, this is, do you get what I mean? David yeah. Moyes sold that move to him, tried to take, take him to West Ham, was he going to be a first choice? David Moyes couldn't guarantee that, so it did turn down West Ham to come to Celtic. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? You know. But just mere to day, for me, is mere to day with playing time. Playing, Mark, that's what he wanted, Mark. Aye. He wanted, yeah, like... I mean, that's carry on. McCarthy's not coming up here, Mark, to sit the bench. No. He's, no, well, no, he's not. He's injury prone and that. Somebody on the forum says uh, McCarthy will be a bit part player if he's fit. Somebody put that up on the forum yesterday. You know, what is this? I've spoken about so many times. And I saw it like, oh, McCarthy's coming up here because he's at the end of his career. McCarthy's only 30. Do you know what I mean? He's had one bad injury. Yeah, and he's in his prime. Oh, oh he's injury prone. He can't stay fit. He, he, he said himself in an interview the other week. Yeah. Fit, he missed about three or four games at Crystal Palace through an injury. That was really a, a, a legal injury, Mark, or something like that. that and it was just a precaution, yeah. But, but he was fit for the rest of the time. For one reason or another, he just wasn't getting picked. So that's mm. that McCarthy's injury prone. I've even seen people bringing it up now because he's not played many games for us and things like that. But again... He'd need pre-season training or nothing, Paul. And we saw that, Mark, last season. He's coming up here trying to get, <coughs> like, learn for Ange, the way Ange wants him to play. He's still getting his fitness up to scratch and things like that. I mean, that's, honestly, McCarthy, James McCarthy will be one of the contenders for play of the year in Scotland come the end of the season. I have no doubt about that. And I actually think, just going back to what you said there about James McCarthy not having a proper pre-season behind him. You could say that too about James Forrest not having uh, a proper pre-season. Like, do you think that's that, do you think maybe that's why he's picking up these 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 small injuries actually so early in the season now that he's he's actually still not match fit at the moment, James McCarthy? Well not James McCarthy Forrest, sorry, James Forrest. Well again uh, well, Forrest coming back for an injury. He's not like, I think he's out Sunday anyway. I think like Indy Forest, but, you know. Uh, but I mean, even for, do you know, I think Forest is looking a bit kind of slimmer in that as well. Yeah, the whole team is Mark. Oh, so, I mean, they're just it's just it's like, uh, so and this what, what did Mikey say, Mark? Fitness yeah. matrix. I've seen that. That seems to be a kind of buzzword, and it was something. But they're actually talking about me, uh, Karamoko Dembele. And we're saying even when he does get fit, he'll still need to. These players still need to meet these levels that Ange is setting. We see like yeah. Gordon Strat, Gordon Strat, Gavin Stratton and the, the sports science stuff and that. 
these players have got to apparently make out. They've got to, although they can turn around and say, oh, I'm fat, I'm ready to play, boss, and that, if the actual data isn't showing up that way, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, was it the, the thing? I know it was different times and stuff like that, but Roy Keane said this, that the more he lost weight, the, the more injuries he was actually picking up. When he started losing a bit of his, his body mass, he started picking up kind of, kind of more injuries within himself. Did you, did you see that there, Keane? Was that him, the Gary Neville thing? Yeah, yeah, he said he was picking up kind of more injuries as he lost more weight. Like so, maybe at the moment that's why he, maybe Forrest or stuff like that because they're losing so much weight, Mark, and they're getting fitter and fitter that the body's only kind of adjusting to their new eating habits or their new fitness regime, and that's why they're picking up these small injuries. I think, you know. Uh, it might be. I mean, I don't you know? think it's a major. Uh, I don't think it's a major injury concern before us. No, it's not. It's just a lice. Uh, just uh, lice. Uh, that's down to... When uh, Ange first came in, we spoke about it. We said this kind of new intensity of the training and stuff like that. Don't be surprised if players do pick up with injuries in training. And, and, and to be honest, Mark, there hasn't been, in fairness to him, like, there hasn't been that many injuries, really. Like You know what I mean? Like Considering how bad we were with fitness levels, Mark, Last season, I I would have thought we would have might have maybe another one or two injuries due due to that fitness the high high tempo fitness training that we're doing now. But, but fairness, we haven't been like, and that comes down to the players as well, like kind of looking after themselves as well. Mark, doesn't this? Well, conditioning and yeah, like that always comes in. Yeah, and that was a big part of the problem last year as well. Just players. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just like in some of the matches were stinking, some of them did they look fat, some of them. Just just again, it's just what we've said, Paul, it's just the levels again of the club seem to have went up. Up. A couple of notches. Yeah. It really did, man. We can see what the, we, do you know what I mean?
Because Edward, Edward, like, as much as you fucking, you're, you're, you're pissed off, Mark, because we don't know what his circumstances are at the moment, like, you could see why he's put into big games then as well, because Edward is a big game player as well. That's that. We said that the other week. Yeah. But, but then, he did turn up. But, but now we're starting to see a kind of a different attitude towards Edward, Mark, when he's, he seems to be celebrating with the team now. You know what I mean? Maybe he is getting the move he's, he's getting, Mark, and that's why he's celebrating. Maybe, maybe it's starting on Sunday then for his last... His last you know, yeah, you know, because in my opinion, Mark, if if he plays, he he, he owes the Celtic fans a, a performance against Rangers, considering his penalty last season in the cup final, his attitude last season like when he was playing against Rangers, these misses, Mark, that we expected to score against them last season. He does also a performance against them, doesn't he? You know? Oh, there are, there are a few players who have performed. Yes, exactly. And that's why... He, they should be hyped up, Mark, going into this match Sunday. I mean, like, they should be... Like, the new players anyway, Mark, will be hyped up themselves because it's the first Glasgow derby and they will obviously know by being at the club how much it means to the fans. So the new players anyway will be hyped up. Both with likes of Callum McGregor and Tom Rodgick and, and, and stuff with being last season, they should be really hyped up for this. And especially what you said, Mark, going by... I mean, the, the new kind of hard team talk. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm saying I, I don't know whether I would drop a uh, Turnbull or Rogic. But, uh, but I mean, Rogic, we know what he can do at this like Scottish Premier League level, Paul. Mm-hmm. Exactly, Mark. He struggled and he's a, against Dalmar, as I said. And, that, and that's why exactly. Too, and it was too fast for him. And seeing, but seeing Scotland, he's. Exactly. And he's away for the He's away. And he's away. And, I mean, and I, one thing... A new fat bionic man, Tom Rogic, could be... Like, what the exactly. And I gave him um, that's on Sunday. And it was going to... Remember, we said in the previous podcast before, Mark, about Tom Rogic, he's another player, Mark, who who loves a big game, is Rogic. I know he didn't show no last season or a couple of seasons back, but if you go back to... When Roderick used to play Mac under Ronnie Dyla, he loved these games. He loved these games against Rangers. He used to score rockets against Rangers. Um, and maybe now that we have a fit Tom Roderick Mark Dash, we will see him be the player that we used to see in in, in, the, in these big games. Do you get me? Uh, you know? I mean, I've said that as well for years. Roderick and Flashy showed us how capable he yeah. was. His ability on the ball and things like that. But we're just, seeing that again today. We're seeing that, Mark, aren't we? He's added the fitness and the work, the work ethic and that to new pole. You're seeing mm-hmm. the, the end product. We've seen, I said it the other day. We're seeing now the Tom Rockets that we should have been seeing for the last three or four years. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? He's now, right, he looks fitter. He's doing a right hard shift on the park and he's doing it well, sir. For me, it's like a bit of a new signing. I think Mark, I think Mark, maybe, maybe, maybe Mark, we we kind of have to start Roger because of his passing ability, like you said, Mark, that he will take two players away from in this in the Scottish game. He will be able to make that quick pass, and he like as you like as you said, like that he'd open up the space, Mark. He he can he can see the pass, like 
Kitsu Kyogo with Kyogo's movement. Because really, Mark, if we do take logic out, who do we have then to open up that space? Do you get me? You know? Bravo. You've no idea, Mark, really, can really do that trickery or that passing that Roger can do, can do we? No, not really, no. You know, turn, about, turn. About what you call it, Mark? Misery or something like that, Mark, or something like that? What? You know, like a wizard or something like that, a bit of magic in the pitch like that, well, magic would give you. Something you, a bit special. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know? I think Turnbull, Turnbull's going to become that kind of player for us as we move on and progress, because Turnbull's just part, see vision for passing and that. Yeah, it's next to none, Mark. Oh, yeah. so we just know, there's no one else there, Mark. And you can see that Kyogo, has that, yeah. Yogo keeps making these runs for these through passes, that, and that's where Turnbull and Rogic will come into their own. Do you get what I mean? Finding these passing yes. for the likes of Kyogo and Abada and that to run into. Exactly. Um, two players, Mark, that seem to have clicked very well is Abada and Radisson on, on that right wing, didn't they? They've really clicked together, didn't they? The two lads, Abada and Radisson. Aye, aye. I think Albert is a great signing. I know Mikey was raving about him even before we'd seen him playing and things like that, but for 19-year-old, I mean, last night again... Amazing, man. Yeah. Uh, it was a struggle for him last night. There wasn't much... But he was still trying his best. He was getting back, back and even helping last night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, and he was getting... As you said, like, he was getting back, Mark. He was putting in the tackles. Now, for me, Mark, it's crucial that Celtic get the first goal and kind of tore the supporters against Rangers that are quite in the eye box, Mark. That's the main thing we have to do on Sunday is get the first goal, quieten them. Then Rangers will start to... Because if Rangers score, Mark, they're going to start. They're going to go into defensive because that's what they do. They defend. But if we score, Mark, they're going to push up and they'll open up more space for us. To, I think it's it's key, Mark, that, that we definitely get the first goal. Sorry, excuse me. That we definitely get the first goal Sunday. You know, and an early goal will actually set the tone of the game. Uh, but Paul, I wouldn't be surprised if we get an early goal. We seem to, uh, every game we play, yeah, kind of scoring, scoring the first 10 minutes and make a really, really good chance in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. No goal the other week, was it against Hearts or maybe St. Martin? I can't even off the top of my head. But, uh, he could have scored after two and a half minutes. It's two and a half minutes, yeah, you were saying that to me, yeah, you were saying that to me. In a day, I think that's maybe... Again, and what, it was what Ange said after after the Dundee game, we just start the next game where we finished that one. Yeah. Go on, that's it, we just keep pressing, we keep going, and just keep trying to score goals. My only... There's a good chance that we can catch them cold on Sunday. My only concern, Mark, uh, is, is for the tackles that's going to come on Kyogo on Sunday. I think he's going to come under severe tackles on Sunday, but, but by this Rangers team, you know, because I, he, he definitely classified no markers or danger, man, really. So I, I feel they're going to be... Well, he, he's been handling tough tackles. Anyway, Max, he, like, Kyogo's really to handle himself, but you don't want to clear tags with either, Max. You don't, you know? No, I don't... I think he is going to get a target for kind of a bit more physical challenges, but then it's up to the referee to sort that out. That's it, Mark. We need, and just going by referees, Mark, 
we need cool heads as well, Mark, in, in this game. You know, we don't need to be given stupid rash tackles either that we have been given in previous fucking derbies against them, like fucking Laxell giving stupid tackles outside the box. Like that, we, we, we actually haven't been given away kind of many dangerous free kicks either, Mark, in and around the box this, this season. Have you noticed that? Because the ball isn't there. No, get me? I've noticed that we're not doing as much kind of stupid rash tackles you know and I think Mark we just need to concentrate that will be one of the things you're relying on as a yeah. yeah exactly that's why I think Mark is crucial that we have level heads don't get involved with Morales' antics Mark because he's just going to there trying to wind us up and if he can't wind us up Mark he'll wind up himself you know what I mean so he does yeah he, he winds up himself if it doesn't get to his own way, it's him that loses a plot. Yeah, that's why I need that. That's what I'm saying, Mark. We need to have cool heads, and that's going to come down to experience, like we said with Barry and, and Michael, the experience of Hart, the experience of Cal McGregor, James McCarthy's his fit, Mark, to keep the players on the pitch level-headed. And just if we play our own game, Mark, we should win this game comfortable. You know? Oh, I'd think so. If he get one goal the first 15 minutes or so the fans will end up on their back and then it's just it's just got to go downhill for them after that mm-hmm. well that's it Mark for the the podcast tonight but before we go because it's it's coming up in, in, in four years time and we're going to touch on this uh, on Tuesday we'll have Jonas and we'll have Michael please God if he's feeling a bit better uh, Mark what are you expecting over the, the, the course of the next four, four days? It's going to be busy. There's going to be a lot of scrambling here and there. Like uh, We're expecting players to leave, Mark, but we don't know who. But who would you like to leave, Mark? And firstly, we go, we, we start with that. Like Who would you like to see go? Can we expect people? Because we do have a big squad now, Mark, when you come to think of it like we do. And as I've said before, Paul's players that they don't. They shouldn't be in the squad. They're beat on. Right? Yeah. So I, I would like to see beat on move on. I don't think he will. I think yeah. they'll be away. I think Christie will be away. It looks like Griffiths is going to be away. Uh, I think that could be about it, Mark. I think. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe some of young guys are out on loan, kind of thing. Loan, yeah. Balling Golio, maybe. Uh, hopefully he'll leave as well. What Barkas get Barkas out on loan? I think there's going to be a keeper going on, remark because either if 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 Hazard Hazard doesn't go on loan, Mark, there was talks of him going to to Dundee, I think at the time, but they they kind of really quite dumb. Like that's four keepers now, Mark. You have in on your first team. You know what I mean? I can't see like Hazard isn't getting looking down in. The Colts team because we already have the two the two goalkeepers there, Mark. They're playing regularly. Like, for me, it's going to Bar- so one of the keepers has to go. For me, it's Barca's ball yeah. to try and get Barca even out in loan. Just even just could go away. I've seen it before. Barca. He could go. Yeah, exactly. He could go away, Mark, and play better for. I honestly club. think that's what's going to harm to him. I've seen it before. If he was, if we sell him this summer, just. Keep an eye on him for the next couple of years and I bet he does end up back in a Greek squad and a good turn for somebody somewhere else. 
But even at that, mm-hmm. alone, we might shine and we get a good fee. Do you get what I mean? We might get but more than my money back for him next year. I push kind yeah. of yeah. I think um, for the, even to, just for the financial side of things, Paul. I think yeah, Barcash would be best leaving. Perfectly, Mac, because I think Barcash would be on more money as well, Mac. And why do you want a keeper sitting on the bench, Mac? That's actually going to be taking up a good wage there. Do you know what I mean? And I think Bonagoli would be gone too, Mac, because he's not injured at the moment. He, he's fit and. He hasn't been getting a look in Mark, so there's definitely something there anyway that Paul and Gori will be gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be. I think, yes, he's gone, Mark. I think, yeah. And then, though, Mark, then, if Griffiths is going away, does that actually free up a bit of a Yeti in the squad then, Mark? Maybe a certain amount of game time for a Yeti coming off the bench or something, you know? With Lee Griffiths going, Mark, is he going to let Edward Griffiths and a Yeti go? I don't think he is. You know? Well, if Jacko's coming in, that's, that's one of them. And then. That's only two dead really don't at this. Well, puts Griffiths in a Yeti Ophan, apart from just being a number on the bench, really. Mm hmm. So mm-hmm. don't sign. Well, I don't think you're going to sign like Kevin Nisbet to come in and sit on the bench, but. I don't think. I, I, I could be on. This is my own opinion here now, Mark. Um. I don't think we're going to be going for Nisbet. I don't think we're going to be going for Dine. I, I just I don't see happening, Mark. Considering Hibs don't have any any time need to get a replacement in from Sorry. at this moment. Paul, I don't see a sign of Denmark Nisbet and um, Dine in this transfer window because I don't think Hibs would let them go out with the deadline so close that they won't be able to get in a proper replacement from? I think I've signed a left back today, Paul. Have they? I think so. So, so like, are we, are, are we actually in for dying, Mark? Or has there been any rumours there? Have you heard anything? When did we talk about it, Paul, that Celtic has spoke to them, but it never really came to much. It's just a, I think it was just a kind of sound, sound in it. Let us know that he, uh, let us know if he's available kind of thing like that. Showing the thing out, like if he's available, kind of let us know, you know. And um, Nesbit Mark, realistically, can you see that happening? I, I, I really don't like, do you? Oh, again, but Nesbit, no, I don't. I don't consider what Barry was saying, Mark, he would, he, he would kind of suit Ange as well, wouldn't he? I bet, you know, I mean, he's only a young player, he, is, is he going to be a first choice pick for sale? No, no. So, so, I mean, that's again, we'll get back to what young players, the kind of pathways you need in that. I mean, that's because you don't think be a championship team and be first choice every week. Yeah, and. Um, Come and sit in Celtic's bench. Have we heard? Um, I know I haven't, Mark, and, I, and I, I've searched everywhere for us, and I, I still haven't kind of seen anything to show me that he wants to stay. Uh, Christy, have you seen anything there at the back? No. Nothing at all. That, that he wants to... You'll be you know, at the end of the window as well, Paul, I think. Because my thoughts that Mark does, from what I'm reading now, Mark, Celtic, and, and Ange said as well, Mark, Celtic have pushed the offer on the table. It's up to Christie to sign, Mark. He's, like, 
what I'm getting from Mansmark is that they can't do no more. It's in Christie's hands now, isn't it? Kinda, I'm not, I'm not begging, any, begging anybody to stay Celtic with mm -hmm. contract on the table. If he signs it, he signs it. If he doesn't, he'll be getting moved on. No, and that leaves us to the, the fellow who Mikey wants to sign, and it's on the live chat then, Mark Lovich as well. That's another one that I, I, I'm hoping they do it, but I, I don't see it kind of a thing, Mark. You know? I've tried to find out for two of the day, and you heard about that. But there doesn't seem to be any other kind of interest in him. No, and the other one, Mark, is... Yes. Well, I think it's maybe just a case of Celtic are waiting to see what happens, really. Christine and Edward. They're staying to see, do you get what I mean, whether they're going to... And Mark, I definitely think there's something going on with Edward and with one because of we're signing uh, Jaco today. Yeah, Jaco. We're signing him today, Mark. There's definitely... Like, is that the cover... Griffiths maybe leaving, or is it the cover? Like it's one of the two, Mark. It's either Griffiths is, de is definitely gone anyway. That's my opinion, Mark. I think he's he fancies that move anyway himself. Even if he's not away, Paul, I don't see him having much future. No, that's Celtic. Under Ange, with, with the way the team's playing and things like that. So I think Griffiths will know that. He's not gonna... What I'm going to hear, Mark, with Griffiths, like, Ange gave him his chance. He gave him the new contract. Get his fitness levels up, maybe like going away from his personal issues here, no Mark, I don't want to talk to his personal issues, right? No, Ange maybe saw that Griffiths isn't going to get up to the level of fitness that Ange wants. And I think maybe Ange outside personal Mark saw that himself as well, that Griffiths is going to be fit enough or be the player that Ange wants his strikers to be. Like a Kyogo Mark that's not going to stop in the pitch and run around the pitch. Griffiths' fitness levels, Mark, aren't going to let him. Well, Griffiths himself might want to do that, but his fitness levels aren't going to let him do it. No. You know? Definitely, Paul's just. And I think that's. No, no it has. Maybe Ange saw. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe Ange actually saw that. Mark, he gave him the benefit of the doubt. Prove to me. Get your fitness levels up and think. Was there an injury, Mark? We don't know if there was an injury, Mark, but I just couldn't see Griffiths, Mark, being fit enough now to be. He was an injured Paul. Once again, he's, he missed pre-season through. Yes. Fault. Yes. Elsie's fault. His own fault. And he's too many times down, Mark. We're saying, look, it's time for Griffiths to guess his his head down. We've all said, Grant, we go by Ange's judgment. If Ange says Griffiths can stay, we'll accept that. We'll give it. But then, Mark, like you said, Mark... Was it Angie's No, I don't think it was, Mark, because I think that deal was done by... I think it was just a case... We didn't have any players, Mark. Basically, I think that was just a kind of... I mean, I just got a little Griffiths get away for nothing. Yeah, and then, Mark, you turned the tables then, Mark, to... That same decision was given to Madison because he was only given that contract as well, Mark, because... We we had so little numbers at the time, but Rallison took this as his last chance, Mark, to play for Celtic, get his Celtic career back in track, and and look what we have now, in Rallison. Like I mean, we we signed new right back, Mark, and we're saying now, Mark, that the new right back Janovic is it has some chance to to shift fast in that position. Do you know what I mean? Well, There's a that's the difference in yes. He has, he's grabbed his chance with both hands. And yeah, 
that's going to, but that's the difference, Mark, in someone who saw this as his last chance at Celtic and to to show a new manager a clean slate, I'm gonna do what the manager tells me, I'm gonna take everything on board, I'm gonna do what he says and then you had the opposite then in Lee Griffiths. Do you know what I mean? Right. You know you know you so that Paul I've even with me saying Lee Griffiths I've been over it and over it on the forum that was the keen on his sign them I knew he was going to cause his mere problems, and he, that's what it really has. I mean, he's had a couple of good seasons and things like that, but apart, I mean, he has he's got, caused so many problems at Celtic over the years. It's, it's, yeah, exactly, Mark. And with with so much of a good atmosphere um, at the club at the moment, and was, was I, said, I said to you when when the subs came on the St. Mirren game, Mark, he just went straight down to the tunnel. Didn't even applaud the team when they won, and that's the kind of attitude, Mark. We don't want that in our club. Not what, not because what we saw last night, Mark. The whole team together, and we don't want what they're going down to double. Yeah. Me, me, me. Yeah, selfish. I saw banter and that tying flags and poles and stuff like that, and but it kind of became a kind of caricature itself. Yeah. I mean, exactly. And the thing about it is, Paul, he did. He was a really, really good player. He's, he, and see when he's an old man sitting, he'll have regrets otherwise. Without doubt, Mark, because oh, we tough but unless he's as stupid as people make him out to be, he must be even sitting there the now thinking, oh, I could have. Just... Look at the goals, Mark. He could have scored. Oh. Like, like he had a great manager. In Ronnie Doyle, and, and he was brilliant for some of the You have to give him that. We had another a brilliant manager coming under Brendan Rogers, who Griffiths actually could have learned more about fitness, he could have learned more about it. Yeah. Brendan Rogers wrote Griffiths off before he even. Yeah. It's and that, and that, was Griffiths, that was Griffiths at his prime. Uh, I asked him about Lee Griffiths and he uh, scored 40 odd goals last season and Brendan Rodgers said he did 40 goals for me Aye. yeah that's what he said Mark yeah, I remember that I remember clearly like so even Griffiths at his peak Mark wasn't even up to Rodgers fitness no, and Andrew's fitness Mark is twice what what Rodgers fitness was do you get me do you know what I mean like if he can't get fit back then Mark as you said, Mark, he's on, the, he's on the wrong side of his age now as well. Griffith's not going to get face at all, Mark. And I think what you said at the start of the podcast, Mark, I think it's best for all parties now that Griffiths moved elsewhere. Anywhere. You know? And just get eyes. It's it. Again, yeah. it's going to cause more problems than it's worth, Paul. Yeah. Uh, it's best for everybody. He just moves on. Yeah, and then uh, a bit of a concern in Mark is through the whole transfer window we want linked to no one in this position was left back but I'm looking at now Mark and going well we actually have signed something in left in that position in, in Liam Scales Mark so I'm going to give Liam Scales the benefit of the doubt Mark what I've seen of him Mark and I'll give him a few games a, f- a few weeks back just to get up to the speed of Ange and what I've what I've heard Ange saying today about him Mark that he's a player I've looked at, he suits my style, he'll come a player for the future, with my training, he, he, he'll come a great look. And I'm going to take Ange on that, Mark, and, and give the young lad a chance, and maybe he's like left-back, Mark, that Ange wanted, and that's why we haven't been 
looking in that area. But if he's saying he's a player for the future, Paul, why do you know saying he's a player for the now? No, I mean, I, I, no, I mean, do you mean Ange Puttermark, he'd be a, a, a Celtic player, and do you get me, as he goes on, do you get me, he'd come more and more uh, established player, do you get me, for the future, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like he's not a perfect, he, 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 like the way he said it, like he'd be more established as the weeks go by, and he'd be an established future player, like he'd be there, he'd be playing, but it's, we're, we're going to have to give that time, Mark. And as you said there, would I throw him in Sunday? No, not because of, at the moment, that there's no Celtic fans being left into Ibrox, Mark, and Secretarian Champs being outrageous. He hasn't experienced anything like that, Mark. I wouldn't put him in there on Sunday into the deep end like we did. Apart from like that kind of side of things, Paul, was it up there? The... No. To get what I mean, is it that you could throw him into a derby? Forget the crowd chance. I'm talking about the intensity of the game, the way the game's going to be played. It's up to that level, yeah. Well, you're looking at it this way, Mark Rice. He's been playing in the Conference League against teams who would be not better than Rangers. But some of the teams he played against Mark would be similar to the likes of Aberdeen, Kilmarnock, and things like that. I wouldn't have say, I, I wouldn't say Estonia Mark Talad in Estonia like Shamrock Rovers last last night uh, that they would be better than Rangers. But would it be the same level as Aberdeen? Maybe Kilmarnock? Yes. So if we were playing Aberdeen, Kilmarnock, or Hamilton Mark, I would show him in there. But considering how big this game is, Mark, and it's a derby, no, I, I, I wouldn't, Mark. I wouldn't feel comfortable myself in in putting him in there. You know, that would be. I would. I think, Mark, the Rangers game is just a step above him at the moment to put him in there. Do you get me? No, you know, shite. Huh? <laughs> but he's shite as well. That's true too, yeah, but... Do you know what I mean? You're saying, oh, it might be the same level as... But then, Mark, you're thinking then, Mark, how, how well we play then, right? And I, I, I show the opposite way then, right? Like, the way we play and how fast Liam's scale is, I could see why Ange would show him in there because, like, Mark, for six foot four, like, this guy's fast, like, do you get me? I could, I could see why Ange would show him in the deep end, Mark, and show him in there because... Of his pace, and he'd be able to get, like, he'd be able to get up and down. An unknown quantity. Yeah, like, you can't see Taylor Mark getting up the pitch and chasing Tavernier down the other side. You're not going to see that happening because Taylor won't get back, and then we're going to be wide open then because Starfield be pushed out to cover Taylor, and that's going to leave space for Morelos then. But if he had scales or maybe Montgomery there, they're going to get back and they're going to have the pace to do that. So he does face Andrew's sister and I could see why maybe if Andrew did start him, I could see why Andrew would start him slowly back because of his pace and because he can get in the box, Mark. And if he gets in the box, he gets the ball in his feet, Mark. And you saw he can score goals as well. A lot of people are thinking it's through his feet, that he's going to score goals, but as it's... No, his feet. feet. This fella, Mark. Rarely scores goals with his head. Rarely. It's all his feet. You know, and uh, for such a, a six-foot guy, Mark, you, you, you look in 
and going, where's this ball control coming from? I mean, because the more you're higher, Mark, you're kind of more less fucking agile on your feet, like really agile with skill, like, you know what I mean? You know? Yeah, yeah, you know, so I could see why Ange would show him in there, Mark, you know, and if Ange started in Mark, I could see why Ange is starting him if he chose him in there. But I think if Taylor's not fit, Mark, I think it's because he's been at the club a bit more longer and been working with Ange longer, and because he's been coming on for Taylor, I think Montgomery will start him. So I would like to see Montgomery start on Sunday instead of Taylor. Anyway. That's my own opinion. I'd, I'd agree with that. I would. You know, I think, Mark, I think that's the... If if Taylor's fit, Mark, and thing, I think um, Rangers will identify the left-hand side as as the weak link. And isn't that amazing that we're saying that, Mark, because at the start of the se- season, we were more afraid about the rice with Madison. Do you know what I mean? Locked. And how so many people yeah. spoke about it for the last few weeks, Paul? How well was Ralston stepping really? to the plate? And I'd actually no affairs in going in with Abida and Valston on the right, Mark. It's my main concern out of the whole team, Mark, is is the left hand side. One because like Christie gives his all, Mark, but we still really don't really Christie still Mark is really a left sided player. Do you know what I mean? He's not really back. No, natural winger. No, and we still actually don't have a natural winger on the left. I know Abadar could play there as well, Mark, but he's Abadar's. We're not going to take Abadar out and break up this connection he has with Madison. I you know. And then if you draw Kyogo out there, you're missing a bit of pace then in, in the centre that Kyogo gives it to the middle. You know, so we really need. A left winger as well, Mark, don't we? You know? I, I just to just to balance keep balance it. it that's what I try to say, Mark. It gives it more balance in the team, Mark, that you've the right players in the right positions. I mean it's it's all right saying so and so can go there and play in there and that but that's but that's you talking about just that's you talking about squad players for me, Paul. Yeah. Players that can cover things. Exactly, Mark, yeah, but they're not they should be you know, we get and we go, and that's where, as, as things go on, Mark, that look, we, we got, and you know, got, get this chance for the door, Mark. But the next chance for the in January, Mark, we need to be identifying these areas that we need someone here at left back, probably we need someone here on the left wing. We start. We don't be signing players back just for the sake of them, but we need to identify where we need to sign in the future. No. Get me like, Thank you. peace and all days ago. And you. we have done that. Yeah. And we've done that in this window, Mark. We've rectified the positions that need to be shifted. And we've been crying out for that for, for, for years, Mark, that signing players who are going to straight into the first team and making every we done that with Abada, Kyogo. Look, I'm going to put staff in because he's only settling in as well, Mark. Right? For people to criticise the lad, Mark, after only about six, seven games, Mark. I mean, like, we still don't even have a set in defence at the moment. Do you know what I mean? You know? That don't, I guess my goal pulls you know, but it's just ignoring stuff like that. That's the, that's the one thing, Mark, that 
like, I was on Twitter today and I let rip Mark on Twitter. I didn't even know who these fellas were. I just let rip. They started going, they started ripping into Liam Scales or another squad player probably get loaned back out to Shamrock Rovers again. I, I let rip Mark. I said, lads, I said, the player's not even signed. I said, have you, have, have you actually watched this player? Do you actually see this player play football? I said, no. Until you see the player say football, judge him then. Give the young lad a chance. And shut up and stop moaning about negative things that's not needed. I didn't get no reply back yet, but put them in their place, Mark. I'm sick of it, like. Uh-huh. I mean, there's a good buzz back going to be around the club. Back the team, back the players we have, and then make judgment on as the season goes on. You know, that's why I'm giving Starfield the chance, Mark. Just only seven games. Only... Every player yeah. will be judged on their last touch or kick of the ball. Yeah. That's like, really where it is with Celtic support. How many, how many games is that from here, Mark? Five, six, realistically? Aye, six or seven, I don't know. When he first came into the squad, he was playing with peace on. Now, he's gradually starting to form a partnership with Welch, Mark, and they seem to be getting... Like, it takes a while, Mark, like... It took Fordland and um, Vidic years back to build up uh, a partnership. Do you know what I mean? Van Dyke wasn't the best player well, when he came to Stanley Guy to Mark. Do you Kieran, know what I mean? Kieran Tierney made mistakes when he first came into the first team. He was a young player. Starfields came out. You, I can't just because he's just no. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what people expected. You know what I mean? I guess fair, fair enough. The old yeah. Jill was really, really poor. But Mark, if he's not good, Mark, it was a freak, Mark. Yeah, it's a freak. Like these things happen in football, Mark. Oh, geez, like you really can't do do nothing about him, really, Mark. Can you? But like to judge a player and write him off, like is is we we did enough of that last season. Aye. Do you know what I mean? The team is doing. In the next press, I asked Darfield. He's shape. We should never have seen them. Yeah, and like, and Mark, if he's shy, why is he getting called up? And Angie. Why is he getting... Yeah, exactly. And why is he getting called up to the Swedish national team then, Mark? Do you know what I mean? You know, like, he won vital headers last night, Mark, in the last few minutes of the game. Downs has just putting it up there. And he did, Mark. He won strong head. That's what we were crying out for last season. Someone who would head the ball. And if they watched, if they actually watched the games against Hearts and Dundee, they saw when corners were coming in. Who was heading the ball? Starfield. Aye, I mean, as he's just, he's made, he has made mistakes. Well, he's just put up. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, man, I went to the right there. There's no need for that. Damn no. That, I think, Mark, I think there, but realistically, Mark, how many players can you see coming before the transfer window? You're breaking up a bit, Paul. I said, sorry, I said, realistically, Mark, who can we see coming? How many players do you think we can see coming in before Tuesday? I think the the Greek lad is done anyway. I think that, that that's done. So I think that's one. You know, maybe not a one, Mark, do you think? No, I think it'll be another two, maybe three. Maybe, would you think we might bring in maybe one and two loans, Mark, in, the, in this window as well? Oh, I don't know. Instead of boys. But, well, that Lovrich, I mean, there's still stories going about. They haven't went away, and that's the, that, that's the, that, that's it, Mark. Like, like, normally a rumour goes away. 
but Lovic has kind of been hanging there all along, Mark, hasn't it? Uh-huh. It has never kind of went away. And especially with him being kind of liking us on Instagram, he liked us again last night, Mark, with the win, getting through to the group stage and stuff like that. He liked Lovic's Instagram as well. Like, so there's signs there, like, and, and it's true what you said, Mark. Are we just waiting for Christy to, to but, maybe move up? But, you know? Just to, well, I mean, if Christy's going to stay, I know what, if, the way you're just saying, if they're there and they're available, they're going to play, though. What's the point of seeing another kind of left winger if Christy is going to hang about? Mm, exactly, but that that's the, that's the main my main concern, really, Mark, is that we're still in the unknown with with Christie. Like, I mean, like if he wanted to sign Mark, he would have signed the contract long ago. And that's shown me, Mark, that he's still not fully committed to Celtic yet. I don't never thought he was fully committed to no. Celtic. And because uh, Mark, if he was, this contract would have been signed after we say the Dundee game, Mark, when we saw. Christie back when we say Christie was back to his best, putting in good cross. And if Christie was committed, man, that contract was signed. We can't just offer a player in the contract because you put one good shift on. I said that mm-hmm. Christie this pre-season in the last few games that they've played. But what's changed? He's still planning on leaving the club. Exactly, Mac. And, and, and he still is. Just give what he wants. It's shite like that. Mark, you find a choice, right? In Christie staying. And if Christie, and let's go back to I just said you there, Mark, having the right players in the right positions. And if Christie's staying, right, and it's that's stopping us from buying a, a left winger who actually plays in that position and crosses the ball in that position and scores goals, then that's stopping us from buying a player, Mark, who's fitted for the natural left side. Do you know? And that's... Right, exactly. You know, that, no problem with shit down their own. Oh, Christie, I don't want to say I'm putting in like, my player ratings for games and that because you can forgive players who are off game if they're putting in a shift. But putting in mm-hmm. a shift should be the minimum required. Minimum. on a Celtic shirt. Exactly. And and the fact is, Christie's attitude last year, Mark, right up until this transfer, and it hasn't stopped, Mark, still hasn't committed himself to the club. It's and he's not... Just yeah. played a couple of good games. Everybody's going on about him as if he's Ronaldo or Messi. But why is he putting in these good games, Mark? Is it because he's trying to get this move that he wants? I think it's that's true. Right. And that's what Mikey said, and, 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 and Barry said, Mark, that Christie's putting in this shift, Mark, to get this get this uh, move that he wants. You know? I've yeah. I say a bit about umpteen times, but I don't. I've really, really been off him, do you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. a couple of good games, just it's no changed any of my opinion of him. I just lump him and Edward in, it's the same kind of uh, after I carry on last year, you know what I mean? It's just, there's no excuses for just no excuses that they could come out with, Paul. No. The performance that they were putting in. Exactly, Mark, and that's, that, that's still going to the fact, Mark, that's I give Edward credit to what he did last night, but then that's what Edward does. Now I mean again, man, when Mark, he slows it down. 
Do you get me? It's a different option. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a change of tactics. And but that doesn't show us, Mark, that I mean, what Ed he did last year either. He still wants away as well, Mark. Edward was never the type of... Do you get what I mean? Edward, he was never the type of but, uh, player, just like his movements. Do you know what I mean? We, knew, we know what kind of player Edward is. Yeah, exactly. And that's why... Well, it's just, see, sometimes, you know, it's... He's not really good as a player the way you would think he would. No, he's a, no. He's always taking, see, as I was saying earlier, he gets the ball in his feet, he tries to hold up playing that, but he always seems to just, like, try and take one touch too many, take on one player too. Do you get what I mean? He should have He should have learned for the last few years. But do you take so? I'm just putting out there, and I'm, I'm going by uh, Leo Connor here, right? What, what the, the Irish on 20 managers saying that, Leo has wasted two years in his career at Celtic. So, do you think Celtic, given the Len the job, has hindered Edward's progress of becoming a better player as well? That he wasn't the wrong better manager's mark to make him a better player either? Definitely. Yeah? No doubt about it, Paul. You know, because. I mean, you saw Edward when he was a couple of years younger. Do you know what I mean? Like 1920, like the. the raw talent that he had. Rolling that Rangers there, marking his first few games and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. He's never kind of progressed for that. Do you mean? that's down to coaching. Yeah, maybe Lennon was telling Mark, hold up this ball and slow down your game and, and stuff like that. Like, I was telling him anything. Lennon, sure. Lennon picked go, the team and expected it out in the park to sort it out. Uh, yeah. uh, to me, that's what it was. Lennon picked a team and just thought, these players are the best players in Scotland, so they'll they'll sort yeah. Oh, they'll exactly. put themselves on the pitch. And you really can't do that, man. We're seeing the benefits now, Mark, in more so man management. Look, into Mark. look at any club, Paul, any successful club, and you can see that the managers are either like we're talking about like your top level kind of guys or they're really, really good coaches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, mm. getting these players are working with them, they're, they're coaching them. There's a difference between training and coaching, Paul. Exactly. I mean, coaching, you're trying to get... Coaching, Mark, your tactics, Mark, they know what they're doing. And, yeah. Even down to psychology and getting into people, uh, players' heads and things like that and getting the best out of them. Some players need a boot up the arse, some players need a wee cuddle, some players need... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, different, yeah. yeah and, How to deal with different players, Mark, in the job, yeah. Definitely. I and Celtic just to me there's no coaching whatsoever under Lenny. There's not a player that Celtic improved while near Lenny was there. Not just with Mark how how back backwards he actually brought us to where we were. Do you know what I mean? How backwards we actually went. And I hate I hate talk I hate going back to bad times, Mark, but by God that like, he really did bring this club back, Mark. And and they're going on about Peter Lormack letting Rangers come close to Celtic financially. Rangers aren't close to Celtic financially. Rangers are close to Celtic because of the lack of investment in in, in, a, in a manager and not having proper tactics on, on the field. That's how Rangers are close to us, Mark, is because of, of that reason. Because we didn't have a manager who, who knew how to outsmart uh, an amateur fucking manager in Stephen Gerrard. But, but Paul really, it wasn't even doing it just Stephen Gerrard. 
the Carastar. Obviously. <laughs> mm. I see, man. But it was really, it was down to, it was not even just down to Gerard, it was down to other teams. Ten men behind the ball, we couldn't break them down. No, there and was that's... Any, there was no initiative, there was no... I don't know, it's panache the right word, do you get what I mean? The, exactly, well we said that, Mark, we'd, we'd struggle against oh, uh, oh, Dundee, Mark, that's what we would have. If they would push uh, even hearts, Mark, putting 11 men behind the ball, Mark, and... We would have struggled to break them down last season. Like we would have won, maybe one nil or two one or or drew one each. Yeah. And we would have probably happy with that. And it, but that's what it was, Paul. We were playing and we were going. We were sitting. We were, well, I'm saying we're going. I was going to say we we're sitting at one nothing up. But even at nothing each, we're sitting in Scott Brown and McGregor, and they're just passing the ball about them, two foot left, two foot, yeah. and it was getting his nowhere. 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 Was, we had more passes in our own half than we did aye, in the there, opposition half. There was no actual plan to the team, Paul. For me, no. Lennon just expected the players to go out there and pr- prove that they were the best in Scotland without giving them any kind of game plan or any idea of what they today or how, who to target. They were talking about how, oh, right, we'll target Greg, or the opposition teams would say, right, we'll target Greg Taylor, their left back's a bit dodgy. Getting about him and it might be struggle. There was no kind of that plan in fair Lennon. He just expected Celtic because we've spent more money, we've signed all these players, we'll, we'll click eventually. We need kind of coaching or, or anything like that. That's what kept us back. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I think we'll call it there, Max, t- 10 o'clock. Uh, that's it for tonight's show, lads. Uh, we'll be live again on, on Sunday for a, a match reaction. Uh, We'll be live on Tuesday the 31st for our new monthly Scottish football show where hof- hopefully we'll be joined by Jonas from from Dundee United and Michael, if he's feeling up for it, will, will be joining us. No, indeed. Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to have uh, transfer updates, I think, throughout the show for, for transfer deadline day. Uh, for myself, thanks to you all for being on the live chat. Uh, Mark, we'll close the show. Hey, uh, thanks, Paul. Thanks, everybody. Join the live chat. Hope you enjoyed it. Paul Rabbit, a fair bit there. Exactly. What was the account for that, Paul? What's that? I don't know. Uh, exactly. But, uh, how, many, <laughs> how many was there? I've, I've got 104. Why, did you tap something or something? Is this? I've highlighted in the chat every time you said exactly, I got a, a notification. All right. That's not bad. I thought it'd be more. As <laughs> <laughs> I say, thanks very much, Paul, and everybody joining the live chat. Hope you enjoyed that. Mikey, get well soon, mate. Hope you can come back Sunday and join us. Remember, hit the like button, the subscribe button, and if you've got the technical ability, please leave a comment. Thanks very much, lads. Heal, heal. Good night and God bless. Yuff. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.